Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is the Sunday League Show, where we'll be bringing you all the news, reviews and interviews from Westfa, the OBD SFL, Southern Sunday and the Quarter Municipal Sunday Football League. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, at NJPGD, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC and A-Rush Laser Tag. Our charity 11 team is sponsored by Player Packs, Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and our shirt sponsors, front of shirt sponsor is at NJPGD. Let's get on with it. Welcome to Silk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is the Sunday League Show, episode nine. Today, we are talking about all the games that happened in the Southern Sunday, the OBD SFL, the Quarter Municipal and Westfa yesterday, Sunday the 16th of October. There was a little hint there in the order of the show. Uh, definitely first up is the Southern Sunday and Sir Graham Rodber. How are you, sir? Hello, Andrew. Nice to know the knighthood's still in place. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, talking it, I'm talking it into reality. Let's see what happens in the New Year's uh, honours list. Um, I don't... No, no. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Not this year. Not this year. Um, you, the further order of the show, who knows? Uh, but definitely first up, Southern Sunday. Uh, some big results in the Southern Sunday again this week. Uh, lots of sevens, lots of eights and lots of well, 110 uh, in their scorelines this week in the Southern Sunday. It didn't let us down. Again, straight into the Supreme Trophies. Uh, Graham Dodd, Premier Division. Graham Parklife. And Putney first up, sharing a Desmond in tribute to the man himself. Um, to probably probably a fair result, I think the way to see the two club seasons have gone so far at Desmond. Yeah, if you if you look at kind of previous form and uh, kind of how it's panning out for both those two sides, they they've not really kind of got off the mark or been really able to get too kind of stuck into the season. Um, yeah, nice nice Desmond, great result to uh, to to kick all this off. I know that's your favourite. It is my favourite, but I tell you what, this is an eye-catching result. Uh, Lazio nil, swag 10. Uh, I'm not enjoying seeing those Lazio chaps, uh, their their start to the season. It's looking uh, a bit tough for them now. I, I think I said last week, I'm not really enjoying any of these big margins and big scorelines. And certainly I don't want to see that really in the in the top division. Um, I mean, 10-0, that, that is a, that's a mauling, that's a massacre. That's a dominant performance in every aspect and every mm-hmm. regard, no matter how you look at it. And 
Lazio are going to have to adjust. I don't know what they need to do in terms of making changes to try and adjust to kind of life in this division, but maybe already it, it's showing what the golf is and the, and the difference between, you know, being in the top two of the championship and then going up to the, up to the premier, because we know, and we'll come on to the result uh, shortly, um, that we know that teams coming from the championship are not having it all their own way this season, are they? No, no. And, and as much as um, we don't like to, to, to the, the big scorelines, you have to say that's some performance from swag yesterday, obviously about being at the game and not knowing, uh, They've sorted out the goal problem, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, we yeah, said in one game, I think. In yes. one game, <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've well and truly put the record straight. But yeah, no, across the season, eighteen now in four in four games is a bit better now for Swag. Plus the clean sheet, they'll be really, really pleased with that as well. Um, yeah, they've had a really, really, really solid start to the season. So that they'll obviously they'll come away. They'll they'll be absolutely delighted with that. That's that's a superb result. And I think that was the first one to make the result of the week, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah, no, no uh, Twitter account as far as I can find for swag. So no, no, they get the dreaded hashtag. Yeah, it's annoying. They're they're, they're very much on Instagram, which I still don't know how to work Instagram. No, me don't neither. Ask me. No, me neither. Uh, other games in the Prem. Ballam uh, get a good point against Southwest Rangers. One all. Uh, that one. Both teams winning either half. One all to Ballam at half time. Uh, as Southwest Rangers doing a business in the second half. Uh, Southwest Rangers, good start to the season. Uh, I'd say halted, but a, a point against Ballam, given their given their uh, escapades last year, Graham, probably a good point uh, for both teams there. Yeah, no, I think so. After they won the first three, got the nine points on the board. Obviously, they had the, the two nil reverse, didn't they, to Sporting last week? So, I think in the Premier Division, if you get back to um, picking up points on the board, you know that kind of stops you from getting in any sort of rut where you're going to get back-to-back dropped points or back-to-back defeats. Um, you know, Ballon, we know that we're up there last year, um, finished second, you know, we're close to winning it. They're off the back of a really good win against Junction Elite last week. So, mm. you know, all in all, that's a really tough game. So maybe both teams will be happy with the point or or maybe not. Um, email silkpod at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, Westminster Wanderers uh, played off against a team that probably was only what, two or three positions below them this season in terms of uh, last season in terms of finished places. Westminster Wanderers was just outside the relegation zone uh, for the Prem Division uh, and Sporting Continental top of uh, the championship. Uh, Westminster Wanderers first good start to the season continues, Graham, a 4-2 win against Sporting Continental. Um, this is going to be a real tough uh, Prem Division for these promotion boys, isn't it? Yeah. Um... Not having it all their own way. Definitely not having it their own way, Sporting. Um, two wins, two losses, I think that is now for them. So a bit of a mixed bag, a bit of a mixed start to the season. Obviously, an early exit from the County Cup, which, you know, that wouldn't have gone down too well either. Um, but but they can use that, I suppose, um, in order to kind of focus on the league. Um, they'd obviously be delighted if they could come up from the championship as the, the overwhelming dominant champions and then um, go and win the Premier and do that back-to-back. That would be some... Um, achievement but yeah it's not it's not started out probably how either they hoped or how others possibly hoped but we we touched just on Westminster last week you know who would have put money on before the start of the season that they would be the last unbeaten team uh, in the Premier Division and and they looked very very good value for it with 
the two wins and the draw from the three games. So, you know, well done to Westminster. And, you know, does this does this make people from the outside then look at Westminster and other teams in that division outside of Sporting Continental and others about, well, actually, do you know what? Westminster were in trouble relegation-wise last year. Are they going to then turn it round and um, are they going to mount a title challenge this year? I mean, at the moment, I know it's very, very early, but they've got the points on the board. They've, they're showing the form, aren't they? They are indeed. And uh, responded in a way many clubs have in the Southern Sunday, the likes of um, Clapham Wanderers, um, Mortlake, Albion, etc., uh, etc., et of teams that had sticky seasons last year, be it relegation uh, worries or fighting against it, uh, and, have, and have turned that round at the start of the season and responded in exactly uh, the way that you'd want someone to uh, respond uh, to adversity. Uh, so you've got to take your hats off to uh, Westminster Wanderers. Obviously, we spoke about a, a shuffle of players and potentially uh, managers around uh, the club in the summer or certain certainly movement between managers. Um, but a good start to the season for Westminster. So yeah. well done, fellas. That's a good response to uh, a tough year. Those, those, um, those sad um, results from last season seem to be well behind you. So um, well done. Into the match arc, Tony Eldridge Championship. Um, and again, like like the Prem, this is going to be uh, a mad season. Uh, South London Giants losing 2-1 to West Norwood. West Norwood enjoying a fair start for them. Again, a team responding to a tough year last year results-wise uh, with some wins of late. So well done uh, to West Norwood, uh, the new boys carpet. Probably this is their uh, statement result since they've yeah. joined. I won't say it's a statement of intent yet, but it's certainly, hello, This we are we're here now. Uh, carpet winning 3-2 um, against London Ravens. First, a big win for Carpet. Well done, chaps. Uh, Cosmos against Bath Old Boys ended uh, a thrill. What a fantastic game that would have been. Um, Putney Town won. Junction Elite first won. Uh, Aaron happy to announce he's can on holiday after a game. It sounded like they did everything but put the ball in the net a second time yesterday. Uh, and a big game has to be said yesterday in the Tony Eldridge Championship. One of our games that we predicted, I think, this week. Uh, Wheatsheaf, nil. Albion, three. Albion, really the only team in the uh, match arc Tony Eldridge Championship, Graham, able to put uh, several wins together so far this season. And just as we expected, it's looking to be a ridiculously, uh, a ridiculously close run in this season. This championship is going to be so hard to call. Wow. I mean, there is just so much to unpick there, isn't there? Um, let's start with um, Albion and the leaders. Let's start with that. I mean, that's emphatic 3-0. Uh, Wheat Sheaf, I think, would have probably want to put up a better fist of it than that, ultimately. But but 3-0, four games, three defeats for them, really not not showing. You, you know, you talked just in the last segment around teams turning it round from last year. They're one of them teams that have actually gone the other way. Yeah. Um, you know, they were really showing such upwardly mobile form and you know a couple more weeks and you know they could be playing Premier Division football and all of a sudden you know it's massively turned around the other way for them so they'll want to get wins back on the board quite quickly uh, from an Albion p- a perspective you know good performances clean sheets goals consistency that's taken them to the top of the table um, Carpet I think you make an interesting point um, they seem to have gone under the radar massively two wins and the draw from the three games so they look like they're the the nearest challenges at the moment in terms of being unbeaten um, alongside Junction Elite. And actually, that was a big game for Carpet, wasn't it? Following mm. that Venezia Don's result in the Cup last week, 
that to come back then this week and get the three points on the board and push themselves up into that second place, I think is a great, a great turnaround. As for the uh, West Norwood result, I think you're right. They've, they've kicked on brilliantly from, um, from where they were last year. Um, you know, two wins already out of the four for them. So good start to the season. Nothing spectacular, but a good start. They're up there or thereabouts. Cosmos and Bath sounds like a classic, doesn't it, at 3-3? Mm. Um, knowing those teams, they've played quite quite a lot, those two teams, over the last couple of years. They must be sick of the sight of each other, really, to be <laughs> honest. Um, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that finished 3-3, but probably they will look at that, looking at their starts as kind of two points dropped. Um, and then you have to say, it, it sounds like Junction Elite threw absolutely everything apart from the kitchen sink and probably the kitchen sink at Putney Town, <laughs> but they just couldn't get that second goal. So, you know, with so many draws and teams taking points off of each other, you know, again, this is proving that it's going to be one of the most uncertain, competitive uh, divisions. And um, yeah, it just gets more interesting by the week really does uh, well done to all the winners yesterday three points yesterday if you're if you have title aspirations for the like against the likes of junction elite and london ravens obviously those two uh, have missed points on on the chasing uh, the, the the leaders should i say of in the table so this is going to be a fantastic fantastic uh title running or league campaign for for anyone uh no it's going to be uh, exciting. So let's get into the Bob Dixon League One games. Um, Sellers four, Brixton Town nil. Uh, Brixton Town's uh, social media telling us that it didn't feel like it was that they were that heavily beaten. It felt like they were in the game at times, but uh, obviously the class of uh, the class they're clinical, to to ruthless. The they're clinical. They're just yeah. clinical. You know, it doesn't make any difference if it's a 50 50 game. You know, they get a chance. You know, they don't give you a sniff, it's in the back of the net. Unfortunately, it's yeah. um, that, that's the ability that they've got in their team, Selhurst, to give that. Um, Wimbledon Commoners two, kudos, athletic firsts three. Uh, a tough start to the season for the Commoners as well after last season's heroics. Um, kudos. Uh, getting a win, a good win for them after a slow start to the season, Graham. Kudos, that's back-to-back wins for them now, isn't it? Yes, and commoners haven't got started, you know, bottom of the table, pointless. I mean, you know, where are those big Marcus Lipton Cup wins against um, Sporting Continental last year? Where have they gone? It's, it's the results have evaporated for them almost, and um, only three goals in the three games, that's very unlike them as well, you know, they, mm. they they were very, very good uh, offensively last year. As for Kudos, brilliant start to the season. They seem to be now knuckling down two wins in the draw. They've put themselves up um, up to fourth, I think, after this weekend's results. So upwardly mobile in the right direction. So if you think there, Kudos last year didn't have a great season, started positively. Commoners, the complete opposite, had a really good season last year, haven't kicked on. So really contrasting fortunes, I'd say, for both clubs there. Absolutely. Uh, and we asked Wimbledon Wolves, where 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 is your cup form gone? Where is your cup form when it comes to league games? And they've answered us unequivocally yesterday. Four nil winners against Val County. A fantastic win for Wimbledon Wolves. Emphatic is the um, is the right word. Val County will be looking over their shoulders, though, Andrew. I think they'll be very worried about their start to the season. Um, that's four games now without a win. You know, you can only go a few weeks uh, and, and you can get by. But uh, obviously there was another result in that division then that uh, kind of surprised and, um, well, that might have upset Vale County because uh, they've now gone into the bottom two as a result. Yeah. Uh, another competitive uh, division this season. 
Uh, with the Are you going to give that result? Pardon? Are I you just, going to give that result? I just did. Wimbledon, Wimbledon Wolves 4, Val County nil. Did you give the Battersea Dogs result? Oh, I missed it at the top of the list. Sorry. Mark Barking Mad. I thought you were uh, leaving it. No, I, think, I, 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 I was, thought you were leaving it. I wasn't. Sorry about that, guys. Barking Mad 2, Battersea Dogs 3. Obviously, a, a, some kind of derby, a, a dog, a Dogs Day derby dogs yesterday. Derby. A dog's dinner. <laughs> uh, the keepers made a dog's dinner yesterday, or the defences did. 3-2 um, to Battersea Dogs, which, yeah, that's a great result for them. I thought you were building up suspension. I'm really I know you sorry. Do this sometimes, you know. I thought you were building up suspension. You were leaving that result last uh, because that was the result of the day in League One. I thought it was an absolutely outstanding win for yeah, Battersea Dogs. No, but unfortunately, I just scroll, I scrolled too far down the page on FA full time as we were talking and missed it completely. Oh, you see, uh, I was trying to give you credit for something there. <laughs> no, don't. I mean, thank you. It's it's rare that you do, so thank you very much. But uh, no, <laughs> I just missed it. Sorry, boys, at Battersea. But yeah, I mean, it, it seems like a good a good thing that's happened there that we were able to highlight the Battersea Dogs' result. It's been a tough um, couple of seasons for them uh, so far. Last season and this season, both tough for the boys. So um, they were relegated from the Championship last season, right? Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't so, win a game, couldn't buy a win. Four, no. Five, that's their fifth attempt this year in the league. And finally, they've got a win under their belt. Conceded 20 goals. It's all gone against them. And then they come up with that result yesterday. Brilliant result. Fantastic. Well done, chaps. And I'm glad that we made that mistake to be able to give you uh, your deserved shout out into League Two. And Chiswick FC Development get their first points uh, on the board uh, in the league this season. Uh, sadly, at the uh, as a result of an away walkover for Norton, which um, we don't like to see this early in the season for sure, but Chiswick won't care. They've been plugging away Graham and and keeping fo- and keeping their football uh, played and putting teams out and doing that stuff. So perhaps just desserts for them uh, to get three points yesterday. Yeah, um, they won't care how three points have come. They've got three points. They're off the bottom of the table. Um, as for Norton, they're just struggling with numbers. They've obviously um, lost a number of players already uh, this season. So, um, yes, too many on the sidelines at the moment. And I think that's um, taking its toll, shall we say. Yeah, well, as I say, Chiswick FC development taking their pastings uh, week after week. So maybe they deserved three points for, for their persistence. I'm being a di- ever the diplomat from myself this morning, Andrew. I'm being, um, I'm being the diplomat this morning. I'm behaving myself. Well, let's behave ourselves. I saw the bulletin and, and that stuff I, overnight yesterday. And um, I know there's a lot going on at the moment, which we'll avoid. And I don't, I don't want to try and entice you into doing a, a weekly rant about no. that. But it's, it's far too early for teams to be um, not playing games of football because of low numbers. If it's that bad at Norton, obviously it's that bad, but we don't like to see it uh, in the middle of October. While the pitches are still nice and 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 all that stuff, we need to be playing games of football now. That's yeah, my yeah. opinion. No, uh, no, in, you're right. You're, all, yeah. you're always right anyway. Well, we won't get much played in January, February and and potentially December if, if there's any water with the pitches the way that they are. So... We need to play now, and, and that's that. It, the rest of the games in League Two, Putney Pacers put a good uh, fight up against, uh, well, you have to say, uh, potential champions elect St Andrews, 2 0 winners St Andrews. Um, they just don't know how to lose a game of football anymore, do they, Graham? 
No, um, winning has become a habit, it's become a way of life, it's become a mentality for the club and uh, obviously the uh, eighth division jump from League 10 up to um, League 2 has done them no harm whatsoever and uh, well they've taken to it like a duck to water, haven't they? Um, yeah. Great start to the showing, uh, great great showing. You know, they had that big game against Real Dundonald and we thought, oh, okay, this might be the one where you're going to drop points and they passed that test with flying colours. So um, they'll have more difficult games obviously to come you know there's lots of good sides in that division so um we'll see how it pans out but yeah i, I can see where you're going with the potential champions target or or uh, prediction um it, it's it's looked um it's looking ominous should we say yeah just uh, if they play they'll go into in, in as favorites against anyone in league two uh we saw their marcus lipton uh, cup exploits last season they're going all the way uh, to the final so um, I, I mean, they'll, they're a match for anybody in the Southern Sunday from League Two, uh, very much like we, we could reel, reel off a load of clubs that in the lower part of the, of the divisions that, um, that, are, are that, that are two. Um, but yes, yeah, St Andrews, we're running out of um, superlatives for them uh, this That's season. Word. That's a lovely word. Uh, Atletico Buble, uh, Graham mentioned their opponents this weekend. Uh, Real Dundonald, uh, they met. Uh, well done, Donald, as the away team, winning 6-1. Just reminding us again that despite some results going against them, Graham, uh, well done, Donald, are a real test for anyone in League Two. I never saw that coming. I mean, 6-1, that's a big that's a big loss. Very big I didn't yeah. see that. Um, they don't very often get pummeled. They'd had a really good week, didn't they? A good week last week against Harbour Rovers, getting that result in the, uh, in the Cup. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that Real Dundonald won. It wouldn't have surprised me if Buble won. You know, they're two really, really good sides. But 6-1 is um, that's a bit one-sided. I, I was quite shocked at that. Mm. Uh, not not the type of result we're used to seeing Buble get beaten no. by. Uh, maybe, a, as a, I like to call it, a gatekeeper team in their division, where if you finish above them, uh, you're probably going to be uh, promotion uh, candidates. Uh, we don't. We're not used to seeing Buble lose like that. So yeah, a real good win for Real Dundonald, as I say, just reminding us uh, that they are still around. Into League Three, uh, and four games this week in League Three. Ballon Mariners getting a three-one win against Merton Athletic. Graham, what the hell has happened to Merton? See, we were talking, weren't we, just a few moments ago about all of those teams and you, you reeled them off beautifully at the beginning in terms of they had poor seasons last year and they've now gone on and they've turned it round into a really positive. We've got an equal number, haven't we? You know, we just talked about Wimbledon Commoners. We talked, um, who else have we talked about? Remind Wolves. me. Wolves, you know, all right, they got a result this weekend. So kind of not them so much necessarily. Um, Wheatsheaf was obviously another team that we yeah. touched on, wasn't it, in the championship? But Merton Athletic are another team that you've got to throw in there, really. Um, they've had an absolute nightmare of a start to the season. Absolute nightmare. Um, other than the two results that they got in the cup matches, one was against Syndicate in the Chairman's Cup in the group stage, and then mm. a narrow 2-1 win against Merton, uh, against um, Q, sorry, in the Marcus Lipton. They've absolutely struggled. And, well, I mean, Ballon Mariners... That's their second win. They'll be well pleased, you know, against a really good Merton side to pick up uh, three points there. But that's four defeats from four for Merton. 18 goals conceded. Not sure what's gone wrong there for them. Um, but, you know, they're going to need to pick up points. Otherwise, they're going to be back. They're going to be back down. Well, Ballon Mariners win, wins a few and far between. So they'll be, 
They'll be drinking rum and singing sheesh, sea shanties in the pub yesterday afternoon, I no, imagine. There's nothing fishy about that joke, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, no, I, you have to say, you know, you can only beat what's in front of you. And they look, it, it sounds like they've taken advantage of a, a bit of a wounded uh, Merton side who had a, a poor start to the season by their own standards. So um, Ballon won't care about that. Three points on the board for them. So good win. Uh, a familiar result for uh, Clapham Chiefs yesterday. Uh, a one-all draw against Wandsworth Warriors. Um, some nonsense involved yesterday, but after Don't. the game. Uh, but yeah, luckily, some clubs will never learn, will they? No, that they took they took the advice that I, I tried to give them, and I wonder if teams think that I am involved with with the leagues that we cover, and I'm and I'm not. I'm just a referee on the Alpington and Bromley and Westford this season. I'm not involved with any committees or anything, but I do try. Uh, and advise teams if I do get, uh, if I am able to, just to say social media isn't the place to to air your dirty laundry or things that are happening in games. And and if you haven't got any evidence of anything, then you, th- there's no point sending it into county because nothing's going to happen. And then the leagues won't be able to act because county haven't won't Correct. be able to act. Don't forget the county has to judge on things before the leagues can do anything. And you always will need clear and concise evidence of anything to submit to county. Otherwise, it will just be he said, she said, and it gets going to make you into a league secretary yet, Mr. Wheaton, with talk like that. That's about the most common sense thing I think I've heard in the last 24 hours, to be honest. Thank you. But either way, a one-all draw between two teams. Clapham Chiefs responding uh, in a good way. Uh, to their heavy defeat against Magpie Recruitment not so long ago. They've got their feet uh, back on terra firma now. And Wandsworth Warriors, after a really good start, um, obviously a tough game yesterday against the Clapham Chiefs, who we know uh, can be stubborn from last season more than this season at the moment. Um, but probably two teams walking away with a point each and in the, uh, in the, in the long and short of it, probably a good point. I think player availability, I think, must have something to do with this. Because if you think back last month that Magpie beat Clapham Chiefs 12-2 and Wandsworth Warriors have won three out of four and they're drawing with them 1-1, it must make a difference in terms of player availability and what team that you can get out on any given or particular week. Um, Wandsworth Warriors, they said they've had a brilliant start to the season other than the Broomwood you know, cup cup loss, which you know, which was um, an upset that could happen to any team on their day. Mm. Um and it's the Marcus Lipton factor. And you it's have the Marcus Lipton factor. You have to chuck that in there, absolutely. So um, I think Wandsworth Warriors will probably be the more disappointed of the two teams, really. They've had such a good start in the league. I think they would have looked at that and thought, well, Magpie have done them 12-2. You know, they've conceded 20 goals in however many games, uh, 19 in four, I think, maybe. Um, you know, let's go on the back of that and let's, let's go and get the three points. If we want to be taken seriously as, as title contenders and, you know, we want to potentially get promoted up to League Two. They're the sorts of games. We know how tricky Clapham are. They can beat and take points off of any team in that division. But if you want to be a promotion candidate, you have to beat the likes of uh, Clapham Chiefs. And that's no disrespect to Clapham Chiefs. You mentioned it about Buble in the previous division. You know that if you're going to finish, you're going to beat them and finish above them, then you know that you're going to be there or thereabouts. So Clapham Chiefs, I think, are a good barometer about how well teams are potentially going to do. So I'm not disrespecting you, Clapham. I'm giving you credit, actually. Yeah, the gatekeeper role is is an is a is an important level, and I don't think Clapham Chiefs only need to put a few wins together for them to be involved in a promotion chat as as they as they were at times last season. That's not a that's not a 
that's not having a go at clubs at all. No, they're, they're a good club. And we, as I've said, I praise them for their response to a heavy defeat. It's easy to throw the towel in it when someone beats you, the likes of uh, Magpie Recruitment did to Clapham Chiefs. But they've responded uh, in a good way with some solid results and putting some foundations in place for the rest of the season and hopefully their own uh, promotion uh, chase themselves. Uh, rest of the games in League Three. Uh, Dara losing five two to the impressive Parklife B. We haven't yeah. spoke. We haven't spoken much about Parklife um, this season, Graham. But a great start to the season for Parklife B. Some eye, eye catching results so far. So they, we can put them into the first category. You know, struggled at times last season. You know, massively turned it round. Great start to the season this time uh, this time around. So, you yeah, know, they'll be very, very pleased uh, to get that result um, on the board. Um, and they're upwardly mobile. You know, they're another team similar to Clapham Chiefs. You know, they can beat anybody on their day in that division. So don't ever underestimate, um, you know, park life. Really, really good result. As for Dara, well, it's looking like inconsistency potentially mm. could cost them at the moment. You know, two really brilliant results. And then two, well shockers by their own standards so it'd be interesting to know what went on there yesterday but um defending they've conceded some goals i mean i know they've scored some but they've definitely conceded some five Mm. i mean that's that's a lot for them yeah dara just that team i think that we pin our hopes on for having good seasons and and we see glimpses and it gives us hope and then you see results like this. And they think, chuck oh. a result like that in. I mean, yeah, I, I, if you'd have asked me to predict that, I would have said the Dara would have won that game. But what do I know? You're just a football <laughs> administrator. I, I was just going to say, you, <laughs> to quote a great man there, Andrew, to quote a great man. Uh, last but not least in League Three, Ribblesdale Rovers, uh, their toiling season continues with, with a loss, a 5-1 loss uh, to Westminster Wanderers seconds. It has to be said, Graham, whatever's happened over the summer, at Westminster Wanderers is working. Uh, they've re- rejuvenated these teams, haven't they? Yeah, and that was one of them games yesterday where it, almost they're kind of both looking over their shoulder and that's a bit of a relegation six-pointer. I know it's very early to say that, but early season results, you know, suggesting that both teams are going to be down there or thereabouts. Um, so for them, A, to get the win, I think is is great psychologically and great for confidence. But B, for the manner of that win, mm. they're going to be looking at that and think, yeah, we're much better than Ribblesdale. Um, so, you know, that they that's that's them kind of down there. They may take one of the two relegation spots. And, and when you take into account Sporting Crabs and Merton Athletics' disastrous starts to the season, Westminster will be coming out of that game actually looking up rather than looking down yesterday. And they'll be thinking... Oh, well, actually, you know, get a couple more results on the board and show a bit of consistency. You know, we should be looking up, fellas, rather than looking over our shoulders. So great win all round for Westminster seconds yesterday. Agreed. Into the JSF Plumbing and Heating League 4 results. Uh, just the three games in the league yesterday. Uh, Painters Community's topsy-turvy season continues with a big win, 7-2. Not quite the result we wanted, as close as can be. Close. I looked at it. I looked at it and thought, oh, he's going to be disappointed. <laughs> Uh, we did get two eight twos though that I spotted on social media yesterday. One in a women's game and one in Liverpool. I'm that I'm that desperate for them that I I look through the entire country and cast the net and all, up to and the all genders <laughs> and all the genders as well. Uh, so thank you for those two teams for those. But seven two, uh, the the win for Painters Community. As I said, uh, Jekyll and Hyde season really for the Painters lads so far. Yes, again, they're going to need more results like this and to get a bit of consistency. We know how good they are and they'll obviously want to try and go uh, back to back to back in terms of uh, promotions. 
as for Southside, well, it's it's another team really that that you know I think it's a disappointing start to the season. Four losses in the league, nineteen goals conceded in four games. You don't associate that with Southside United, so they're they're another team really that um, you know they did okay last year, and for, for whatever reason something's changed over the summer or the start of the season, or it's player availability or lack of confidence or whatever it is, a combination of all of those things really really poor start to the season and um you know they're going to want to get some points quickly on the board otherwise you know they're going to be marooned to the bottom but but that division is is other than AFC Mortlake who have won all of their games everybody else has all lost at least one game you know there's three losses four losses two losses it's just one of them divisions I think it's so close that it's quite competitive and everybody's beating everybody and that you know we've got a number of divisions like that haven't we we have uh, Sporting Wep have picked up some form uh, of recent weeks and they win 3-2 against the tough uh, Parthenope. Uh, a brilliant three points for uh, Sporting Wep, Graham, because we know what a stubborn outfit Parthenope can be. Getting good wins recently with uh, with goal scorers bagging handfuls of goals in games and, and they're hard to beat. Um, but Sporting Wep have managed it. A very good three points. So I'm just going to chuck something in here and I'll probably get slaughtered for this. I don't mind. I'm happy to stick my neck out. So Parthenau obviously ground out the 5-4 last week. Brilliant, brilliant win. Player scored four goals. What happened? He got himself sent off because he couldn't keep his mouth shut. Is he the difference for that player that scored four goals and he was suspended yesterday? Is he the difference? And has he cost Parthenau basically because he couldn't keep his mouth closed last week? I'd ask teams to all reflect on that. You want your best players on the pitch to give yourselves the best opportunity to go and get three points. Now, I'm not saying it would have made a difference, but as a club and as teammates, psychologically it makes a difference because you're always thinking, what if, what if, aren't you? And that that was on the next pitch to me actually yesterday over at Kimber Road. And that looked like that was a really, really close, tough game. So that probably could have gone either way. And if you're Parthenope, you're thinking, well, I'm hoping they're thinking that he's let them down there. Because you think, what if? Mm. Of course, you're a striker that scored four four goals the game before being suspended for the next one against the beatable team in Sporting Wep. No disrespect, but Sporting Wep are a new team to the Southern Sunday. They've got some wins, but not not uh, been fantastic. They've not been like running away with any games in 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 the the league so far. So you have to think that you know it, that suspension has has potentially it cost Parthenope some points yesterday, but. Take your hat off to Sporting Web. They beat the team in front of them. Absolutely. Uh, and they've done the business. That's all they can Absolutely. do. Absolutely. They've capitalised on that and they've yeah. gone out and they've, they've won a very, very tight game. So I think the lesson learned is to clubs, go back to your players and just tell them to keep their mouth closed. Because, you know, if you want to if you want to do, um, you know, something in, in your league and you want to have success, you need to have your best players on the pitch. And yeah. while they're suspended, they're not scoring goals for you, are you? So expensive lesson learned there, I think. I think so too. The last game in League Four, the JSF Plumbing and Heating League Four, I should say. Uh, top deck six, QNT go one. Uh, QNT uh, top deck, sorry, one of those teams, Graham. If they can, if they can put some wins together. They should be able to mount a, a pretty decent promotion chase this season. Yeah, they proved obviously last season with their um, their cup success that you know they've got they've got good players, they've got good ability. They're always going to score goals. They don't concede too many. I think if they can find some consistency and, um, you know, keep the wins coming, I think, you know, they're going to be right up there with Painters and with Mortlake. That certainly looks like it's going to be the the, the sort of breakaway three at the moment. Yeah. Um, 
paint as though they might have played, you know, a couple of game, couple of games more, but they are starting to turn the corner a little bit. And mm-hmm. I think consistency for them, you know, they, they're a team that's used to winning. Mort Lake are not bearing in mind their season at the end of, of la- form at the uh, end of last season. So it'll be interesting to know with Mort Lake with the four wins, they're kind of setting the benchmark and the agenda. You know, we talk mm-hmm. quite a lot on the podcast about kind of being the chased and being the chaser, don't we? Um, mm-hmm. Be interesting to know. Um, after the results yesterday, you know, when Mortlake go into their game next week, you know, whether they're under pressure and whether they drop points or not, be be interesting. I think after the season they had last year, they're probably enjoying just being just winning games of football or winning more games of football than they're than than not. And true, but no... once you get there though, Andrew, and it's only a fourteen game division. Once you put four wins out of four in a fourteen game division, yeah, you know, there is a bit of your mind that's thinking, you know what, we've had a great start here, you know, we've beaten four different teams. We've got ourselves a chance here, lads. True. True, but let's look at the league. Let's worry about all that stuff in February and March. I'm then, getting excited. A... <laughs> don't wish the season away. We've got so much to talk about. Don't, I wish, know. don't wish the season away. Into League Five uh, and some big games this week in League Five in, the, in terms of the podcast. AFC Bluebirds 3, Poplar Rovers 3. Graham, you have said Poplar Rovers, perhaps the, the entertainers uh, of League Five, looking to outscore their, their opponents due to their brilliant firepower perhaps prone to defensive errors uh, and it looks like that could be the case yesterday just balance isn't it it's just balance you know it's it's it all just feels to me all the time very gung-ho that if they're going to score the opposition are going to score three popular want to score four they are going to do that more times than they're not going to do it but the problem is when they don't do it you know it then looks like to them more dropped points um it's balmy. I mean, they are they are the Newcastle United of the Southern <laughs> Sunday Football League. And Poplar, I know, obviously, they they listen to the podcast. They'll be calling me out. Some of it will go out on social media. But, yeah, you can quote that. Graham Roberts said, AOC Poplar Rovers are the Newcastle United of the Southern Sunday League. There you go. That's out there. Well, their badge has got black and white on it. So it fits, it fits that narrative particularly well. Not bad, well. was it? That's not a bad shout, is it? <laughs> uh, but probably a good point down uh, for Bluebirds yesterday. Uh, the, the more happier. Uh, draw specialists, two. though, this season, they're almost taking Parvenope's title from three, three <laughs> draws from the first four games. Too many yeah. draws. It's been a while for Parvenope um, draws. So, yeah, maybe Bluebirds can take that one for a little while. Uh, so Matthews Projects first continue to chip away and get points this mm. season. Uh, two one winners um, over the Phoenix Clubs, uh, London, uh, London Northcote who we've said, I think they've got a free swing the whole season for yeah, that yeah. brilliant job they've done. We're not going to give them any sort of um, negativity this year. That's a good thing they've done. But St. Matthew's Project first, both teams, in fact, Graham, often slip under the radar, um, but they're having a good season themselves. Yeah. And you know what? They go about their business very, very quietly. And um, I think them two ones, I think they're really nice. I think they're really nice wins to get. They're almost better than the five nils, I think, sometimes. You know, you've been tested. You know, you've been in a game by the end of it. A team that's sort of second from bottom that's lost kind of their first couple of games of the season. You know, they kept you honest um, and they've they've made uh, St. Matthews grind it out there. Sounds like a very, very close game. Um, St. Matthews, it will give them confidence. You know, they're up there or thereabouts in what has been a very, very good start to the season for them. Um, So, yeah, long long may that continue. Absolutely. Talking about two ones, two teams uh, heavily 
favoured by the podcast or by me personally. Clapham Wonders. I was going to say, I'm not heavily favoured by me. I'm completely (laughs) neutral here, mate. Just I want to get that one in before anyone accuses me. Me. This is me. Um, Clapham (laughs) Wanderers. uh, Dan Beal, a part of the uh, predictions team. uh, And Argentina, uh, the the sleeve-sponsored Southern Sunday team. Locked horn yesterday. Clapham Wanderers with a fantastic start to their season overall. Argentina, probably fair to middling, I think they would they would probably honestly admit to their season so far. Uh, a close game expected, Graham, and we weren't let down 2-1 to Argentina and they had a beef off after the game as well with pictures oh. of their own respective beef um, all over social media yesterday. That was that was having me licking my lips. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> I was, I'd done two games yesterday and I saw that. I was Blooming starving, I can tell you. Uh, yes, <laughs> didn't do it last week when I refed him. I, I noted that, by the way, uh, and I know Argentina listened. So just a slight little dig at you there, fellas. Uh, yeah, no, that, that's two teams that have, um, you know, really brought something to that division. They've obviously brought a lot to social media, to the league and to the podcast as well. So yep. lots of mutual respect between both sides afterwards. Sounds like it was a really close game. Um, and that actually it could have gone either way. And I think they're already looking forward to the rematch and uh, who knows how that's going to be. Um, from an Argentina perspective, the two draws from the three games, I think they just need to be more consistent. And, you know, they need to have probably have at least turned one of them draws into a win. Had they done that, they'd be up sort of in and around second place. So I think if they can cut the draws out and show a bit more consistency, then, you know, we know what a good side they are. They're going to be up there or thereabouts. Um, as for Clapham, I had their WhatsApp group going berserk apparently last week because I called them out by saying that I think they played too many friendlies and uh, I was worried about sort of player burnout and availability and injuries and whatever. But uh, I still think it's very early to see how that, that pans out. But yeah, that that's a big game for them. You know, after a, a, a really strong start to the season, they'll be disappointed with the loss. But you know what? They've had a great start. They've done well in the Cups. They have to dust themselves down very, very quickly and they just have to move on to the next game and don't and don't worry about what happened um, yesterday. Um, I think they've got a free week next week and then I think they've got Merton Athletic in the Chairman's Cup. So that might be another opportunity for them to get some um, positivity on the board. Absolutely. Played each other last season, obviously. So familiar with each other. All I, all I would say is Clap and Wanderers, Get your head up. If you're losing game, if you lose the odd game this season, fair enough. Relegation last year, you reacted positively. Yeah. The worst, the worst thing to happen actually is for you guys to get relegated again. That doesn't look like it's going to happen. Consolidation and see if get that get your position in League Five consolidated, and then see if you can push up. I it's agree. a long, it's a long season. The worst, you know, the worst thing to happen is back to back relegations. That could, that could devastate a club. But I don't think that's going to happen. They've shown but, enough already, yeah, haven't they? I think they, so. they? You know, it's a bit like Fulham in the Premier League, really. You know, you think that they've shown a bit too much already, 12 points on the board, and you're thinking, yeah, we, we might stay up this year. So, good little comparison <laughs> there. I'm comparing Club and Wanderers to Fulham. There you go. So, we've got you, Newcastle United. We've got Newcastle United, and we've got Fulham now in the Southern Sunday League. So, there you go. It took you till the last result in League Five to get your first Fulham mention in. <laughs> <laughs> people so tell about, me all the time they call me out on a Sunday they go, you, you keep getting bloody full of me I have to get them in I have to get them in well funnily, funnily enough the Ballon Badgers are the last team in League 5 following yes. our Fulham mention uh, they lost 2-0 away to the Sporting London team who we know on their day they can, they can be a decent team 
Love that game yesterday. That was my game yesterday. Oh, okay. And, yeah, no, love that game yesterday. Um, unexpected goals. Ballon were brilliant on their uh, Twitter account yesterday evening. Unexpected goals. Probably Ballon would have uh, would have won it. They threw everything, I think, apart from the kitchen sink. But they got to the final third, and ultimately, you know, the finishes were high, wide, and and not very handsome. Really, um, <laughs> could have been better, certainly with the finishing. Sounds um, like me. Well, I have to give credit though to Sporting London, particularly for the first goal. Um, exquisite sort of lob chip of the goalkeeper from about sort of 20, 25 yards out, exceptional finish. And then on the second one, Ballum hit the crossbar, one end, don't take their chance to equalise for 1-1. And then an absolute blistering sort of counter-attack the other the other end and, you know, a, a splendid, superb finish. But this game had honesty, it had integrity, it had great sportsmanship, it had great banter. Um, 22 plus handshakes afterwards. Um, fantastic. Honestly, I love that game yesterday. It's one of my most favourite games that I've refereed for a long, long, long time. So thank you to Sport in London. Thank you to Ballon Badgers. I will be back soon. Fantastic. They're the games that you just remember. They're the ones that you, you get up for on a Sunday morning, aren't they? They're, they're good games like that. No problem. Well, a game, a competitive game of football followed by handshakes and well dones. That's, that's what you live for on a Sunday morning. Just looking, I just had a note in, we were talking about St Andrews, sorry to go off on a tangent, um, saying that um, I had to listen to the podcast a few times just to make sure I was right. Didn't hear any mention of St Andrews' result in yesterday's match. Obviously, he doesn't know that um, we haven't recorded it yet and they have had a mention. So I'm calling you out, Edson. The podcast doesn't go out till gone nine o'clock on a Monday night. Today's only Monday morning. Yeah, he may have listened to the pod, the prediction show in error as well. Come on, Edson. Monday nights, Monday nights, nine o'clock. That is the release date for the Sunday League show uh, featuring the Southern Sunday over the SFL, Westfer and the Quarter Municipal. Put it in your diaries, chaps. I even gave yeah. it a shout out on our weekly bulletin last night. I even yeah. gave the podcast a shout out. Get it yeah, in your diaries on. Monday at nine o'clock. Come on. That's poor from you, Edson. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I just that literally just came in on my phone and I thought, you know you. what? There's no better opportunity to call that out other than while we're recording live. I mean, Do I think live. that's brilliant. Do it live. Uh, League six, uh, some good results this week. Uh, Clapham Common one, uh, Junction Elite thirds one, one all at half time. So a KG second half. Uh, both teams probably pleased to take a point home with them each. Uh, LMT show us that, that they have got a good result in them. Uh, every now and again, it has to be said. 4-3 winners against AFC Putney 11. Uh, Ram and Ravens B uh, faced up and they shed a Desmond uh, yesterday. Uh, Ram much improved this season. I, I feel like they would have lost games like that last year. So we've got to give them a bit of a shout out this year. Much improved. That's a good result. I think that's yeah. a good result. I think it is too. I think it is too. Uh, two good uh, games coming up in league, league Six. South City made to work against the Robots. Uh, Rygate Robots visited South City. Five three winners were South City, but that sounds like they gave um, the favoured South City a bit of a scare yesterday. I think we said, didn't we? Because I think this was one of our predicted games this week. I think we said last week when we were looking at this, you know, South City are expected to win games but they're not going to roll the teams over the same way that they did last year. And actually, you know, the, the teams are keeping South City honest. South City are responding, doing the right things, getting the results mm. on the board. Mm. Um, they don't very often concede three goals, actually. So that's um, 
that's something which did surprise me. But but 5-3 sounds like it was a really, really entertaining game. And there was great banter, I think, between the two clubs on social media yesterday as well. And I think one of the points from South City was, you know, you were really good at one point or something like that, I thought was, was, quite, <laughs> was quite fantastic. So, yeah, I think both teams, you know, they both like a little bit of banter on social media. And, um, yeah, definitely not a game for the defences, one for the attackers, for sure. One of our predictors, you'll hear later on in the week on the, the Sunday League Show Extra, one of our predictors getting a three-pointer for that one yesterday. A 5-3 prediction made and three points scored, believe that's it or not. not. That's as rare as rocking all smuck, that is. <laughs> uh, Westminster Fourths, they lose 5-1. To my favourite League Six team, let's let's make no uh, let's make no uh, bones about it. UBL CFC Old Boys, easily my favourite team in League Six. You do like them, I do, and they've they've paid off again. Five one winners. When they win, they usually win really well. Yeah, no, I think so. I think so. Um, I think that's a um, I think that's a very very good uh, very very good scoreline. Quite emphatic. Um, Westminster fourth, so really struggling there, no wins. So uh, UBLFC upwardly mobile in the right direction. And at the moment, they look like they're going to be the nearest challengers to, to South City in that division. They're just going to need to get some good more, good more wins on the board, obviously try and beat South City when they play them um, and try and get that consistency behind them. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, League seven, egg fried roost is torrid year continues or torrid season continues losing 5-3 to syndicate you can't you can't begrudge syndicate a win graham it doesn't happen very often for them 5-3 again 2-5-3 results uh one after the other uh in our recent results but yeah syndicate don't win too often so 5-3 against egg fried roost uh is is a well-deserved win for them egg fried roost left to wonder uh where they can rescue this season from that's one of them games where I think they were both looking at that and that would have been, they'd have been looking at the opposition thinking, okay, both have got off to a really bad start. Both haven't won a game. You know, this is the first time that, you know, we've got an opportunity really seriously to get that first three points on the board and kickstart our season. They'd have both gone into that wanting three points yesterday and, you know, syndicate a bit more experience and a bit more know-how um, in the league, perhaps yeah. that may just sound like it's been the difference and they've, they've come on, just come out on top, but um, egg five roots nonetheless will take confidence from that. I think, um, you know, they've scored three goals and I think they've only scored four all season. So kind of they've nearly, well, they've, they've sort of trebled or quadrupled their total already in one game. So that's a positive. They just need to stop them from going in the other end. And yeah, their first three points might not be too far away. No, a heavy defeat last week, I seem to remember, for Egg Fried Roos. Uh, so obviously some resolve shown against yeah, the team. 7-0 against a yeah. ruthless Mondial team. I mean, That's it. you know, you have to take that in isolation, don't you? Yeah, but some resolve shown this week against Syndicate, who themselves would have been going all guns for three points in this one. So well done to Syndicate. Egg Fried Roos, you go again next week. Uh, good luck. Uh, Barnstormers lose 4-3 to a Rosendale Sports first. Far too close for comfort for the Rosendale boys, but they have seen off uh, a tough opposition in Barnstormers yesterday uh, to get three points. I think it's just all about getting three points on board. They won't these care. Teams. They no. won't care. They won't care. Whilst Mondial are winning, whilst Sheen Park are winning, as long as they match their results and they get that three points on the board, that's ultimately, you know, all that matters. Mm. Um 
whether goal difference will come into it towards the end of the season, it'll be quite interesting, particularly if it is two from three. But uh, as I say, I'm not counting Arantes out of that conversation either, because I still think that they've got, I think they've got a good enough uh, team and they've got some good players where they're going to cause sometimes those other three teams some problems. So um, it is looking like a bit of a top three plus Arantes at the moment, um, but there's a long way to go. There is. Uh, and last but not least in League Seven, uh, Olympic Mayonnaise three, Southwest Athletic three, uh, and some beautiful Sunday League pictures in the Olympic Mayonnaise. Well, I don't know about beautiful, but uh, some some nice shots taken uh, by their uh, cameraman down at uh, Olymp- Olympic Mayonnaise, the camera person, I apologise, uh, and some lovely uh, pictures of players celebrating goals, which just absolutely typified uh, the Sunday league experience for me. Some really nice uh, pictures. I don't know if you saw them, Graham. I saw some briefly. I think there was a 90th minute equaliser in that game. So yeah, um, yeah, it sounds like it was uh, a bit topsy-turvy. Defence is definitely not on top. And that's Olympic's first point of the season. So they'll be very, very pleased that they are now no longer uh, considered um, a 5.15 on BBC One team. Well, no wonder they were so, they were grinning ear to ear yesterday uh, in those pictures. Uh, a good point earned. Uh, in League Eight, huge game uh, in League Eight yesterday. Uh, Old Town, we've been talking them up for a long time and wondering where they go when they play these top teams in League Eight, Graham. Yesterday, not good for them. 3 0 losses, 3 uh, 0 loss or losers against the Vauxhall Virgins. The Virgins came to town. Uh, and certainly did the business. So the response from Old Town was very blatant. It was very upfront, wasn't it? It was very clear. Not good enough, I think. You yeah. know, they they took full ownership and full responsibility of that. Very refreshing when you hear that. I think you know what? Let's just no put excuses. Up. We played crap. I like no that. excuses. Yeah, There's no yeah. blaming of the ref. You know, which no. is the normal claptrap that you get, especially mm. at the moment, because everyone loves a little bit of ref bashing. That's everyone's favourite thing to do at the moment. So I did get it. They did get a dig in. Um, but no, fair play to Old Town. They've just you we're better beat, been beaten by the better side. It's three 0 There's no ifs, buts, and maybe's. We've got to do better next week. Great result for the Virgins, really showing um, real consistency and real quality um, against a title rival. Brilliant result. Um, And Old Town, they'll have to lick their wounds and they'll have to go again, won't they? Yeah, they'll have to try and get that win back against the Vauxhall Virgins next time they play, for sure. Uh, More fixtures in League 8. East Putney 3, Masvida 0, rightfully thrown into uh, our our poll for the results of the week. Masvida uh, a top, top side in League 8, uh, but brushed aside by East Putney, who, again, uh, they'll be a mid-table team, we thought, this season. But that's a fantastic result. Maybe a sign of um, of development within East Putney, and they can get themselves uh, in the title chat. Well, there's the clean sheet as well. I mean, mm. Mas Vida has scored sort of 16 goals in three games. A clean sheet. Yep. East Putney, clean sheet. Yeah, My goodness yeah. me. I have to say that was one of the real standout results for me. Yes, I looked at that for... Blimey, I don't think anybody, um, if you were predicting that, would have seen that result coming. But again, East Putney now, they've they've set themselves a bit of a challenge, I think, you know, about they're at a crossroads. Where do they want to go as a club? You know, I know they've got quite a lot of social. They don't always take it seriously as they need to. And it's all about kind of going to the pub afterwards, which is fine. But then surely there's a bit of a thing that's going to come into players' heads. Well, hang on a minute. We've beaten a really top side here, one of the promotion favourites. 
actually, you know, if we took this a little bit more seriously, could we have a little bit of success? Could we pick up a few more better results? Could we show some consistency? It's about then maybe trying to move to find from the balance between being a social club and then being a successful football club. Yeah. Maybe they don't want to do that. But actually, you'd ask yourself the question, if you've gone out and got such a, an impressive, emphatic victory, yeah. you'd be saying, hang on a minute, are we, letting, are we cheating ourselves here a little bit? Can we do some more? Maybe they're at that crossroads. I don't know. It'd be really interesting to know from East Putney where they're at at the minute. Here's a challenge to East Putney then. Be that, be the mates team, be that social team. But imagine, add, imagine adding trophies and, and wind and success to that. How good a club that, that can be if you can have the whole sort of thing together. And we see it all the time, mates teams that do well. It's, it's a fantastic club and that, and that, and, and that's a, they are fantastic clubs to play for. So imagine adding all of that uh, in together. East Putney with a fantastic win against Masvida. Well done, chaps. Um, Jokes Elite Fulfs benefiting from a home walkover against Dara uh, Reserves yesterday uh, in League 8. Uh, they won't mind uh, that at all. Uh, in League 9, uh, Larkhall lose 6-1 to Brick Sustain. Uh, that's their promotion chase. Well, uh, well on now, I think, for Brick oh, Sustain. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um they're on they're on they're on form after a really really back-to-back tricky tricky starts we've said in these divisions if you can be that team that puts runs of results together and you show that consistency then brilliant three games um three wins in a row all of a sudden they propel themselves up to second yeah their season is well and truly underway um that's a that's a crushing defeat for Larkle, who well they're marooned at the bottom and they must be looking about where their next win's going to come from. They're yeah. really really struggling. Absolutely, uh, winning is becoming a habit for these boys after social media stardom with an absolute belter of a volley hit by the Venezia Dons. Oh uh, wow, <laughs> what a strike! Uh, they played Southwest Lions this week. 1-0 again uh, to Venezia Dons. They get they seem to get a few 1-0s, which are very satisfying. But I wonder if the goal uh, was up to the same uh, that's level. That's 3-1-0. Can I just say, in six games this year, that's 3-1-0s. Yeah. 1-0 to the Dons, as they say. It used to be 1-0 to the Arsenal. So there you go. Venezia Dons are the Arsenal of the Southern Sunday. So yeah. we've now got three Premier League teams. We're doing quite well. <laughs> Fantastic uh, win for Venezia Dons. Definitely uh, on it this season. Uh, they'd be wounded from last year. So they seem to be, again, reacting to um, to last season's um, disappointments, perhaps, uh, to be to have taken that as a positive this year. And 1-0 wins are very sweet. Uh, Junks Elite fifths lose 2-1 to Kudos Athletics seconds. Graham, another team, Kudos Athletics seconds, who have used a good win in the cup against their, their stable mates um, to propel them into it has to say a pretty decent time so far yeah and I think for them you know out of the five games it's three wins and two defeats there's no draws in there and I think that's given them a good opportunity I think draws really we've, we've said it before in some circumstances you know you take a point but actually they'd have been looking at that game yesterday Junction Elite fifth a team that's below them in the table um, you know we need to go and get three points and, and actually you know we want to have a bit of a say in terms of what's going on at the top end of the division and we, we were talking about uh, all throughout the podcast today around that two camps about teams that were 
doing well last year that are now struggling or teams that were struggling who are now doing well. I think you can put kudos seconds into that latter with the three wins from the five games. That's almost as many games as they won in the whole of last season. Yeah. And then you throw that cup win against their first team on the penalties. Mm. Um, what a great start and a, a good turnaround and a great job that they're doing there. It, it's good to see. Very good to see. Well done, chaps. In the best division in the Southern Sunday, the Silk Grassroots League 10 division. Um, Broomwood continue their fantastic start to the season. Uh, 7-2 winners against Junction League under 23s. Perhaps uh, a result we could expect. Not quite the best result you can get, obviously, uh, for Broomwood yesterday. You've teased me. There's a few of them as well in the Southern Sunday yesterday. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I think there was three of them. But Junction League under 23s, um, again, just an opportunity for young players to get play to get playing football in open age uh, football on a Sunday. But Broomwood with some eye catching results so far this season, uh, Graham, and they're I'd definitely looking know, the part. I'd love to know the average age of the two teams there yesterday. It must have been well comfortably under twenty one, maybe even twenty, even as low as nineteen yesterday. Uh, I, I think I said last week that game. That's kind of almost the two future teams of the league. So. Um, yeah, great win though for for Broomwood Junction Elite had a really good start to the season, but Broomwood looking looking like they're going to be right up there or thereabouts, and that they mean business. I mean, seven two is impressive, impressive stuff. Uh, maximum nine points from nine, um, plus the cup upset against Wandsworth Warriors. Not sure you can get a better start to the season than that. No, very good start. Uh, Dynamo London beat South London Peak in seven one. Perhaps bigger fish to fry. Uh, for South London Peak and then this game. I did uh, that game weekend. yesterday, Andrew. I did that game yesterday afternoon. It was th- why they put nil-nil at halftime. It wasn't. It was 3-0 to uh, to Dynamo uh, at halftime. Um, yeah, this probably was a 7-1 game. The, 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 the Peak and consolation was from a penalty. To be honest, it, it could have been more. Um, no, you peak. like them. You like the South London Peak and guys, don't you? You I say they're, they're good, they're good <sighs> blokes. I do. I do really like them. And, uh, you know, I had to have a word with their skipper yesterday at halftime and said, you know, sort of get your get your energy and your passion and your enthusiasm and channel that into your football and kind of leave the refereeing decisions to me and stop getting involved. <laughs> and they just kept getting sucked in yesterday. And I just think, you know, you're consuming and wasting a lot of energy. And one thing that was a surprise, and I've done the peak and lads a few times now over the past couple of seasons, they were starting to argue amongst themselves yesterday. Yeah. And oh, that's a shame. And when you're conceding 15 goals in three games and it's not going well, you all you all need to jump in the bath, essentially. You know, you all need to be together. You know, we, yep. we don't need we don't need to be carrying passengers or people that want to put the cold water in the bath, to be honest. It's, uh, we need everybody to be um, together, stop fighting, start arguing. Um, you know, focus on the... They've got some good players. I was just looking at it yesterday. They've got some really individual good players. If they can just get the right balance of the team, they can get the harmony right and just get a bit of a cohesive plan. They look like they didn't have a plan yesterday. And once they go 1-0 down, it goes to 2-0, essentially 3-0 at halftime. The game's dead. The game's over. And it becomes damage limitation. And I'm not really sure, and I don't want to be too harsh, I'm not even sure they made a great fist of damage limitation yesterday either, to be honest. No, not if it was 3-0 at halftime. But Dunno London will not care. New team to the Southern Sunday. Oh, they scored some belters, by the way. They scored some absolute belters. Uh, There there was one one goal in particular. I think it was from their number 16. Hopefully I've got that right. I don't know his name, but I mean, he hit some absolutely ridiculous shot. And it was one of them ones where it sort of hit the crossbar and then sort of spun a bit and then sort of 
bit of found obviously itself nestled in the corner of the net and um well the, the, they went wild with the celebrations yeah. fantastic fantastic goal so Always dynamo nice. london very good start for them um in terms of getting their first win of the season so i think they enjoyed that yeah well done chaps uh, a surprise result yesterday as to be said my pick for league 10 uh, the Wanderers boys left oh. me left me wondering whether uh, they're going to win the title because this is the type of result I didn't see coming. Renegades can't buy points uh, for love nor money, uh, but a three, a two one win against Wanderers, uh, FA Cup winners don't forget. So Renegades can add that <laughs> to the CV. The CV two uh, one win for Renegades yesterday. Um, didn't see that coming. Um, I don't know whether Renegades even saw it coming. Um, Wanderers, yeah, what a strange, strange start to the season for them. They looked like they were going to, right at the very beginning, they they hit the ground running, got a couple of wins, and they looked like they were going to be right up there or thereabouts. And it's now three defeats in five. Um, they're still up there in terms of, you know, having a, a great opportunity. But there's only two teams, Broomwood and Exonians, are the two unbeaten teams in that division. And if you look, you know, it's sort of three defeats, two defeats, three defeats, two defeats. Yeah. Everybody is beating each other. There's loads of draws in that division as well. I think there were, um, there was one at least yesterday. So, yeah, it, it, it's one of them divisions. Again, consistency is going to be key in terms of getting out of it. Um, Renegades, on the other hand, as, as you say, can't buy a win. What will that do to their season? wins bring confidence and confidence brings results and, and consistency. So be interesting to see whether uh, renegades are able to kick on from that result to next week, or whether it was just a bit of a one once flash in the pan result, but it's Rosendale sports reserves next week for them. So both teams might be looking at that as an opportunity to get um, wins under their belts. Fantastic. The, uh, Fantastic analyst, uh, analyst there from you. I'm not bad, am I? It's good, good work. Bearing in mind, I'm a football administrator. I'm not bad. <laughs> Last but not <laughs> least, Exonians against Club International, the football club, and probably game of the day in League Ten. Two teams who have been in good form uh, of recent weeks. Graham, I have a match report from Exonians. They've missed the boat a couple of times when we. Uh, recorded, but I've had a match report from Exonians and I'm going to read it out. Excellent. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, In our second consecutive home game of the season, Exonians welcomed the famous Brazilian diaspora of Southwest London to Bacon's College with a much-changed team, including two debutants and a full first cap in the squad. After a cagey opening five minutes, both teams settled into some neat passing play as they sought to win the midfield battle in directly opposing 4-3-3 formations. Do not give away your tactics on the Silk Grassroots podcast. That's an own goal, yeah. <laughs> Exonians threatened uh, through, Matt, uh, through Jack Flanagan's set pieces and balls out wide to Harry and Lewis, but struggled to make the final pass pay dividends. After half an hour under a spell of pressure from international, Exonians conceded a dubious yet cheap penalty for a push in the box. Standing keeper David dived the right way, but couldn't keep out the quality penalty knocked in off the post. Uh, in an attempt to link the forwards, Exonian shifted to a 4-2-2 in the second half, with Ewan jumping between the sticks to release David outfield. This paid off, as after a substitution delivering Exonian's first FM asymmetric formation, Andy took advantage of the space ahead of him to deliver across to David, who, with the agility of a bullshit prima pulled pulled the ball out of the air, turned and smashed it past the keeper from 15 yards to bring us level. Please don't use 
long, tricky words in your match reports. <laughs> uh, go forward. As the game continued, Exonians continued to push for a winner, leading to a very open contest. Exonians dominated in transition with Rob Jones's diving runs from midfield providing support to the forwards who couldn't quite find the net. At the same time, our defence held strong with Josh very assured and composed in possession. Ewan pulled out a top draw save in what was one of International's few good chances of the game. And since neither side could find a winner, the spoils were shared. Man of the match for Exonians, Andy McNaught. Thank you Brilliant. very much Brilliant. for that. Love that. Brilliant to get a, a Southern Sunday uh, report. Uh, in that's our first one, I think. So, thank I you. I think that's to... the first one. It saves listening to me talking a lot of old nonsense, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it's nice to put some meat on the bones to games. A one all sounds like a good contest. Thank you to Exonians. They have sent reports in before the last two weeks, but we recalled, um, we recalled this during the morning on a Monday and uh, this section generally. So, this one was sent on Sunday night and that that made the cut. And I'm glad it did. Thank well you done. very much. Uh, four games, five games left now in the Celtic Grassroots Marcus Lipton Cup. Uh, AFC Mortlake unable um, to to get an upset yesterday against Prem champions Clapham Rovers. I have to say, I probably ruined that for Mortlake by predicting them to win uh, last week yeah, on the it, podcast. It was, it was a gamble, wasn't it? It was, it a, was a gamble. It was a roll of the dice because the Cup's um, history, uh, but Clapham Rovers uh, getting a four-one win, and that's a that's a much needed win for them. That'll be a confidence booster against Mortlake, who have been in form. Uh, it wasn't a given for Clapham Rovers, no. although four-one. Now looking at it, probably looks right because of the divisional gap, but that will boost Clapham Rovers uh, nicely as well. Professional, I would say. Professional. You look at that, you think it's going to be a banana skin. Mortlake have had a brilliant start to the season. You'd put the curse on them and predicted them to win. Yeah, it's um, my fault. Sorry, boys. The, the planets were aligning and um, Clapton Rovers have gotten over the uh, potential banana skin and got into the next round, which is a premier team or a high-ranked team. That's exactly what you want to do. So uh, well done to Chris and the Clapham boys. Yeah, well done. Uh, Bellingham, Clapham, Albion and Tynan Thames unable to give me the result I crave. 7-2. The result for Bellum and Clapham Albion again. Uh, that's a, a higher place team playing. Yeah. Uh, Tyne and Thames, who are Division 10, League 10 or 9? Uh, they're higher than that slightly. Possibly 8 off the top of my okay. head. I'm a football Even. administrator. How would I know? <laughs> Even still. Uh, Bellum and Clapham. 9. nine. Bellum and Clapham, the, the overriding uh, favourites in that one. And Julie delivering in the result. Uh, Bruce Battersea uh, played... Division 10, I'm sure old Freemans are Division 10, our League 10 even. Nine, uh, nine. Nine, nine again. Uh, I got it wrong. But Bruce Battersea looking the part this season. Seven nil winners uh, for them. Well done to Battersea. Magpie recruitment back to winning ways after a very disappointing week uh, last week with their winning run coming to a crashing halt. Um, they put the sword to club football vow out. Eight nil winners. Uh, and very much p- more pleased with their performance yesterday. You could say that was an upset because basically that was League 3 against League 2. But in the context of Magpie being top of League 3 and Club Football Vale being bottom of League 2, I probably wouldn't say that was an upset no. because um, Club Football Vale have struggled at the start of the season. And obviously we know how good Magpie are and their favourites probably p- to play in League 2. They could even swap places for next season, judging by the early stage and early season form. So... Club Football Vale will um, obviously want to switch to trying to get some results on the league. And um, 
maybe have a run in the Divisional Cup when it comes round. But um, yeah, Magpies certainly know how to score goals this year, don't they? Yeah, scored bundles and bundles of goals. Uh, having a good time of it, really, overall. Um, the last game, Harbert Rovers 3, uh, Junction Elite seconds 4. Uh, where have Harbert Rovers gone? Who are these people that are currently playing uh, in their place? In the, unlucky, in the not to get on the, unlucky not to get on the results of the week, bearing in mind there's two divisions difference. But I think in the context that, you know, we know how good Junction Elite have been. They had a really, really good uh, season last year. Not mm. always shown their consistency this year, but... Um, Harbert, for whatever reason, um, it's just not happening for them in the Cups. It's not happening for them in the league. Uh, what, what Was I surprised at that result yesterday? I really wasn't, to no. be honest. Um, you'd say being the higher ranked team that you go with Harbert, but but actually, you know, you take, you said it earlier, you take in the Marcus Lipton factor. If there was going to be a shock in any of them games, it was probably going to be in that one. Absolutely. It doesn't get any easier for Harbert Rovers next week. We'll get on to that. Uh, shortly yeah. uh, in the next section, Graham. Tough, I'll... tough, tough, tough. Very tough. tough. Probably it doesn't get any tougher, uh, but I'll speak to you uh, about the games of the week in the next section. Looking forward to it. So now for the quarter municipal section with our regular contributor, Roger. Roger, how are you doing? Good. I'm very good, thanks. No football for you boys yesterday. No, no, I'm not, thankfully. I mean, I'm, I say I'm good. I'm, I've just got over a, I don't, I don't know, like a, a flu. I thought it was, I thought it was COVID. Um, I come down with it sort of Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It literally knocked me for six. I was, I was like just hold up on the sofa all day. Mm. Um, and then yesterday, I sort of a little bit better. Today. I feel much better today. But yes. Sort of fr- fr- late Friday evening, Saturday, I was sort of took it right out of me. It's uh, that great, so, it's that lovely time of year when all this stuff starts coming up again, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was thankful for the, I was thankful for a Sunday off. To be fair, um, I, otherwise I would have been struggling in in, in on the pearly way. <clears throat> no problem. A week off for the Saha Eleven uh, after a tough few weeks. Let's talk about the rest of the games that happened yesterday. Sunday, the sixteenth of October, in the quarter municipal. Uh, it looks like a full, a full coverage of games yesterday. Only a few teams not playing. Some Surrey Cup games yesterday as well. But let's get into the Michael Donovan Premier, where Addiscombe Casuals slow start uh, is starting to mirror last year. Watch this year, this week. Sorry, they lose three one to Bosjam. A, supl- a surprise result for some, but Bosjam yeah. showing massive improvement so far this season. But Addiscombe Casuals goalkeeper. Uh, in their social media picture yesterday, probably showing the the mood around the club at the minute. <laughs> yeah, um, I, it is a surprising result. Um, the, the manner of the, the manner of the result as well. Um, yeah, casuals are just I, I don't I don't understand them. You know they get that that a fantastic end to to last season. You'd think that with with Spartans and and PSG, one result one result away from the treble last season. Yeah, I they? know. Yeah. I know, and it's you'd think that with Spartans and PSG going, that there'd be a sort of you know a, a real sort of desire in the, in the, in the camp to kick on this season, and 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 you know the the, the, the title is is there for the taking for for someone to get go and get. Um, and at the beginning of the season, you would have said that Casuals are, are the favourites for it, um, but yeah, it just 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 doesn't seem to be clicking for them at the moment. Something's not something doesn't seem to be right. 
not right at all against the wily right. the wily foxes of Bosjam, who seem to have been around forever. Yep. Uh know how to get a result done. They may be the ones to capitalise on, as you say, the likes of Spartans and PSG leaving. They were there or thereabouts at the end of last season. Um, yeah, Casual's not capitalising uh, on uh, on their on their progress from last year uh, and giving themselves lots of work to do for the rest of the season already. Um, early doors already, and they're playing catch up as it is with Croydon JFC, um, Spartans, Croydon Municipal, uh, and Bosjam all off to fairly good starts in the division. Um, yeah, casuals leaving it, giving themselves lots of work to do. Uh, other games in the Prem, uh, London Warriors, their tough start continues, Rog. They lose 4-3 to Cobbs. That's three games in now for Cobbs, two losses and a win for them against London Warriors. That's a good win for Cobbs, their first in the Prem division uh, in their yep. history. Um, yep. A good win. Yeah, very good win. Um, you know, they they, they they started with a 4-0 four, four loss and the following week was only 4-3, I think it was. So, you know, they they, they their forms picked up. They they, they you know, showed good signs last week. Um, yeah, so it's a really good result for Cobbs. That'll, 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 that'll give them a, the, the kick that they need to get their season go up and going. London Warriors, you know, just, just, they, they're, they're, they're sort of, I wouldn't say they're struggling. Um, you know, they, they, they look like they're putting performances in. Just things aren't going their way at the moment, but um, they, I mean they're scoring goals. They're, they're, which is which is which is which is good. They just need yeah. to sort of shut up shop the other end, um, and then, and then and then the results will go their way. But yeah, it's it's been a bit bit of a tough start for them. Um, I'll I'll suggest that London Warriors probably looking to win the games from the teams that were around them last season. So the likes of yourselves, um, Sahara Eleven, sorry, Cobbs, yep. all those teams, Spartans. All those teams that came up with London Warriors last season, probably the games London Warriors will be looking to win. So they'll be dis- disappointed with that one uh, yesterday, uh, but plenty uh, of football to play uh, for those boys. Um, where expectations are probably just to stay in the division. And I say just, that's no easy task, but that's that's the that's the brief for this season. Uh, and yeah. the last game, probably the best, the most eye-catching one in um, the Prem yesterday, Selsden Town. Taking on Croydon JFC, Sales and Town were handily dispatched by Croydon JFC earlier in the season. Roger, I think first game of the season was it six one or something like that. I think it was yeah six one six nil something like that. Yeah. Uh, yesterday a lot tighter. Uh, Sales and winning the first half three two, uh, but Croydon JFC obviously switched to a different gear in the second half. Won the second half two nil, uh, and they went on obviously to win the game four three in total. A good response to Sales and two. Um, a bad result against Gordon before, uh, but Gordon JFC just seem to be uh, a class above at the minute. Yeah, they do, and it's it's it's, it's looking a bit ominous at the moment. Um, JFC um, sells, and I think they could take some. You know, they could take some take something out of the performance. I think. Yep. I think. I think Lee and the manager said they was they was two 0 up at one point as well. So you know, they, they'll be a bit disappointed to to, to throw throw a lead away, but. Um, yeah, it's it's you know there's no shame in losing to JFC with with the talent they've got in their squad. Um, yeah, it just it just shows it just 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 also shows how far Selzen have come from from that for opening opening loss they took. Um, you know they've, they've had some good wins, so yeah, I'm sure they'll they'll just you know they'll, they'll ignore this result and and um, and get back to winning ways sooner. It's no surprise the new <coughs> team got back together in the summer. It's take and it's no surprise that it's taken them a month of. Um, 
competitive football to find their feet. It seems this is is not a win, but it's a it's a good result against arguably the best team in the league. Uh, it's a good performance, should I say, and a good show of themselves. Who knows? This could be a result where they've shown a lot of heart and desire, and it will kick them on uh, for the rest of the season, and they could start uh, being the Selsden Town uh, that we know and have admired over the years. Uh, but yeah, still three points to Quid and JFC. Uh, and a very good one. Well done, chaps. In Division 1, uh, AFC Shirley's turnaround in form from some bad performances um, has halted this week against Kaizen 2-0. Kaizen, the winners, Rog. And uh, yeah, Shirley, I think you've alluded to they're going to be up some weeks and they're going to be down. I think we're, we're expecting an erratic Shirley this season. Yeah, unfortunately, that's just 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 the way it's going to be. I think for Shirley this season, um, and I think they had a, I think they had a pretty decent squad out as well. So, you know, just shows how good Kaizen can be when when their players turn up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's not the drubbing that they that they they had in their previous league games, um, but it's 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 a loss, um, unfortunate for them. But you know, we we've seen from Kaizen when when they're on song, they are a very good team. Um, so. You know, there's there's some there's there's some there's, they can take something from the game, Shirley. Um, that they they they're not conceding silly amount of goals. Um, they just need to um get some consistency going now. Um, and Kaizen, they should really be. They need to find they need to find some consistency as well, and and show that they are capable of challenging, sustaining the challenge for the title this year. Absolutely, uh, Kaizen will be looking for promotion this season, I imagine. Uh, after. Um, showing glimpses last year of what a good side they are. They started fairly well this year. Shirley, though, as I say, hit and miss, um, but a good win uh, the other week. Was that against Fulton Heath Rangers? It was against Fulton Heath Rangers, yeah, in the cup. Um, so a good win for them to bounce on uh, and get some momentum from Halted this week, as I say. Kaizen, I feel like they will be um, there or thereabouts this season at the top, the top of the table. Um, so we'll keep a track of their progress, obviously. Uh, the big game... Arguably in Division One yesterday uh, was PSG reserves who have started the season brilliantly, scoring all lots of goals uh, and catching the eye, especially on their sleeve of their shirt. Uh, and South South Sea Wanderers, um, we said they were going to do good things. A wobble over the last couple of weeks, Rog, but back to more familiar uh, score lines for them. Four one winners against PSG reserves. Um, they need to again. They need to capitalise on that and put back-to-back wins together and then go on a little run now, South Sea Wonders, if they want to win this title. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's, it, it, you know, they two two big defeats last two weeks. So, you know, that's, that's, that's a massive turnaround for them to get back to winning ways and, and, and an emphatic win at that against against a, a, um, a PSG reserves team that have been... That have been had a good start to the season um, yep. and good form themselves. So, yeah, fantastic result for South Sea Wanderers. Um, they're for sure they're hoping their blip as that's them done with their blip and they can you know they can go on a good run now. Um, but yeah, um, really good result, really good result for South Sea Wanderers. Top result, potential banana skin there for South Sea Wanderers. All after the last couple of weeks, it, it wasn't looking like a banana skin, but PSG reserves definitely. Uh, more about them than we expect that we expected, uh, given the uh, first team doing bits in the Alpington and Bromley. Now um, the PSG reserves, we didn't know who, where they were going to be for Div One, uh, but they definitely look have looked like um, early contenders in the division. So a good solid win there for South Sea Wanderers. Congratulations, um, Gold Coaching maintained their winning run 
this week. Sadly, uh, another walkover awarded against Albo United. Um, starting to worry a bit for Albo Rodgers at the beginning of the season. Now, this is two games they haven't been able to play or they haven't played so early in the season. Um, they're not winning games on the pitch either and they're losing them off the pitch now. Um, a little bit worried about the boys after being a fantastic team last year. Yeah, once again, poor admin. Um, so they've only got themselves to blame or, or the manager or secretary, whoever it is that does their um, admin. It's, it's it's just poor admin on on, on, on their behalf. So, you know, they've, they, they've got no complaints, really. Um, you know, we've said on the podcast and, and in, in league meetings many times, admin is easy when you're keeping on top of it. If you, if you, if you, if you lose track of it, then, you know, it, it can become a pain and, and you can lose games because of it. So, mm. yeah, they've only got themselves to blame. Um, goal coaching, shame. goal coaching won't mind the three points, though, I suppose. No, I mean, goal coaching, early pace setters in, in Division One, uh, sitting pretty uh, at the top of the table. Um, this one, we, we know the potential is always there for Elbow to, to play well. Um, but come on, boys, get your admin in order. Set two two hours a week, two evenings a week, a couple of hours each each night. Just do your bits and pieces and get yourself in order. It's so easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so easy to do. It's un, it's unforgivable. You shouldn't be losing points uh, league on, in your league campaigns for bad admin. No. Um, we say that every week. I, I think we don't need to, to say it. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, exactly. Talking of struggling seasons and a team... Rog, now we've started talking about them. Uh, they're struggling. <laughs> Santola <laughs> win 5-1. Um, what I think about Santola is well documented, um, but Dynamo Duppers, Rog, they have got a sinking feeling already. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah 5-1. I'm going to sound like a broken record, but I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I really, really worry about them now. Um, they, they can't seem to do anything right. Um, they're shipping goals, um, which which they wasn't last season. Um, they seem to be getting battered every week. Um, I don't know what's gone wrong there, um, but something has, and and then they're going to need to fix it like sharpishly. Um, but Santola, yeah, what 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 a fantastic start to the season they've had after moving up a division. Um, they looking they're looking the real deal this season. Technically um, two, technically two divisions. I know they, yeah. they, they, they we've gone from four to three divisions, but technically they were the best of the rest in division three last season. Yeah. Uh, and they've now they're now looking like a top division one side, which is a big big step up in quality. Where they they were not playing the teams uh, with the likes of South Sea Wanderers and and Kaizen last season. Um, I don't think they were Kaizen were in division two, weren't they? Uh, they was yeah. Uh, so Santola, uh, a big step up in quality. Don't forget mm. playing last season's uh, Division Two uh, ch- uh, runners-up and cup winners, uh, intermediate cup winners, Dynamo Duppers. They've brushed them aside like they like they're nothing. And and we know what a solid team Dynamo Duppers were last year. But this is disappointing for all of us followers of the Quedam Municipal not to be able to see Dynamo Duppers continue their progress. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a it's a sorry sight, and and I'm I'm hoping that they can, they can they can turn things around quickly because we want to see Dynamo's Duppers um back at the levels they were at last season. Um, it, it, it'll be good for the division if they if they were, if they were at that standard again. Um, so I'm hoping that they can turn things around, but at the moment, I, I can't I can't see them doing it. Very unlikely, which is such a sad thing to say. Uh, but plenty of football left to play, especially this in this Division One. It's a big division. 
Uh, just a couple of wins together changes everything. Back-to-back wins can change everything uh, for the Duppers boys. Uh, good luck. But Santola uh, get the three points and win the spoils yesterday. And they deserve the credit. In Division 2, uh, Addiscombe Casuals, Addiscombe Corinthians even, they're the early season promise for them, Rog, uh, goes away. 3-2 were FC 25, um, the winners yesterday. Uh, FC 25, I think that's back-to-back wins for them. Yeah. Um, for a good, a good couple of weeks for them after we have wrote them off and said maybe yep. we should readjust our expectations for them. Yeah. Uh, early people fancied Addiscombe Corinthians at the beginning of the season, saying yep. they were a bit sharky. Um, yep. It's not looked the case over recent weeks. And FC 25 with a valuable three points. They listened to us on the show. That's what it was, Andrew. They know, must the, the, Richard, the manager, messaged me you see, uh, after their win last week. Um, and alluding to the fact that he'd listened to the show and saying how we should adjust our uh, expectations of them. So I, I think we should take a bit of credit for this. Uh, they're upturning, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they're, they're upturning fortunes. Yeah, it's 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 good to see. You know, uh, FC25 has been said in the chat, when, when they're good, they're good. But then when they're not, they're awful. Um, and so, you know, it's it, they're putting back-to-back wins together for the first time in a while, I think it's been for FC25, is good to see. Um, I'm hoping they can continue this form now and have a good season because um, they're a good bunch of lads. Um, I, I like Richard, the manager. He's a, he's a good lad. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's pleasing to see. Yeah, congratulations, FC25. Uh, Alice and Corinthians really still finding their feet again after a season of of um, dormant uh, dormancy. I don't even know if that's a word. Let's, let's use it anyway. But uh, uh, they were dormant last season. Didn't kick a ball, barely. Uh, so they're still finding themselves as a group as well. But high expectations for them not being met. FC 25 perhaps uh, starting to realise some of that um, quality uh, that is, is well known around the Quota Municipal um, community. And last but not least in the league games yesterday, Div 2. Uh, Sanders did four Quirden United free. Um, this result for Sarnasid, it probably isn't going to catch too many people's eyes. But for me, after the reset in the summer uh, and a complete uh, start again, this is a massive win for Sarnasid. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I'm d- 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 delighted for Gary and the lads at Sarnasid. Um, like you just said, they 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 had a they had a big reset um, in the summer. Like, I think they've all v- virtually got a brand new team. Um, so yeah, this this is this is a win that's much needed for them. I'm sh- I'm sure they they're, they're absolutely delighted with it. Um, and and for them, you're just hoping that they can they they can sort of kick on from this now uh, and put a, put a run of results together. Um, you know, Croydon United have been in this position position before. They've they've lost a few games, um, so I, I don't think they'll 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 be disheartened by it too yeah. much. Um, we saw back in the last season where they turned their fortunes around and put a run of result, results together. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll, 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 like I said, forget this result uh, and and then move on. Two one up at half time, Quirin United uh, mm. to go and lose the game four uh, three. They'll be disappointed with that Quirin United. They're better than that. They've moved on yep. from those dark days of the early parts of last season where they were getting spanked and thrown away uh, games. Um, they'll be disappointed to be two one up at half time uh, and lose essentially to a new team. Uh, 4-3, a new group of players. They're more experienced than that. Uh, but yeah, we can't we can't uh, credit Sarnstead enough. Again, a reset uh, and going again. Two tough t- tough seasons for this for this um, club in the yeah. Prem and now starting again. 
Uh, it takes a lot of bollocks to do that and to go again, and, and it could easily throw the towel in. So, yeah, Gary has to take a hell of a lot uh, of credit down at Sandersted. Well done, sir. Uh, League Challenge Cup game, the last one in round one. Um, the draw for the round two coming up pretty soon uh, on the Silk Grassroots podcast. Um, this was Spartans taking on Surrey Park Rangers. Um, two all at the end of play. Uh, Russell saying that they nearly got Sam Bennett yesterday. Uh, he was on fire. Two goals he scored yesterday. We said he had, we said he'd been quiet so far this season. Yeah. Um, but he found the net twice against Prem opposition. Um, Surrey Park Rangers also two one up at the first in the, at the end of the first half yesterday. So I said winning in the second half one nil went to pens, and Spartans getting through five four on penalties. Such a shame for the lower placed team in the cups. Um, you can't help but root for the underdogs uh, in in these cups competitions, especially um, uh, especially against Russell's lot. You got you got to back the underdogs, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, you won't thank me for saying it, but yeah. Um, <laughs> the Surrey Park Rangers manager said they played. I think he said they played the game with ten men. Um, so if that, if, I mean, if that's the case, and and to come away full time with a two draw um, is a is a is a cracking effort. Um, mm. You know, we know that they, we know that Surrey Park Rangers have got goals in them. We know they're a good team on their day. Um, but yeah, I mean, they'll be, they'll be, they'll be disappointed to lose on penalties. But I'm sure if they played the game with ten men, they can be proud of their performance to to go up against a, a, a Premier Division team um, and and to put in a shift like that it is a is a great effort from from the lads. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gutted for them to lose it on penalties because there's there's no there's no worse way of losing. The game of football then, then on penalties. No, winning or losing on penalties is it's night and day, isn't it? On on the emotions, it's it's so harsh. Um, but to get uh, San, uh, Spartans uh Quid Municipal all the way to penalties is a massive um step forward for Surrey Park Rangers. They did they were found wanting against higher placed opposition last season, so that's a definite step forward for them in terms of their uh, quality and progression. So uh, unlucky to Surrey Park Rangers. Spartans move on to round two. Congratulations, Russell, and all the lads at Spartans. Uh, some Surrey Park, some Surrey FA Sunday lower ju- lower junior cup games. Um, AFC Cannons were beaten 3-0 by Purley St. Germain from the uh, Quidham Municipal. Well done, boys. Uh, Addington United dumped out of the, uh, Surrey, the Surrey Cup by LSU Lions Reserves from the Alpington and Bromley. Uh, goal coaching seconds uh, take Griffin Athletic first all the way in the game. Uh, 3-2 up at half time. Uh, Rog, sadly, uh, goal coaching seconds go to lose 5-3 in that one. Uh, an unfortunate loss for them, but definitely progression for goal coaching seconds who were the whipping boys um, and heavy defeats week in and week out for them last year. But just showing little bits of improvement that they're they're more competitive now and they're getting close in games. Yeah, it, yeah, it's good to see. You know, um, you know they've, they've stuck with it after after a torrid first season in in the league. Um, you know, they'll they'll be disappointed to to have lost a game, but you know it's, it's it's a cup game, so I'm sure they won't be too 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 disheartened. Um, but there is some signs that they're they're starting to put things together. Um, they're, they're scoring goals. Um, just need to just need to stop conceding so many. Um, and I'm sure they'll, 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 their results will start picking up. Absolutely. A team who has definitely improved from last season, uh, Huxley Guards. They win 6-0 against Charlwood Village Reserves. Um, just to give a shout-out to some scorers for them, Ryan Bennett got a hat-trick. 
Reese Hutchins got two and Jack Betson with one for them, sealing off uh, the score as Huxley guys enjoying themselves this year. Uh, and Roger, a game that you asked yesterday if could be part of our um, results of the week poll. We don't put in County Cup games. So I know South London Union, you may have expected to hear yourselves included. Had this been a league game or a Challenge Cup game or an intermediate cup game or whatever, you definitely would have been included for this. They beat Fulton East Rangers 6-0. When they win, they win well, Rog, Fulton East Rangers. But when they lose, they don't lose well as well. Yeah, I know. What a result. 6-0. <laughs> when, 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 when the when the South South London Union manager put it in the chat, you know, to double taked and was like, "Hang on, have I, have I read this right?" Six 0 was an absolutely fantastic result. Um, and I thought when his manager said in the chat he was going to check his players' registrations to make sure they weren't registered to South London Union, um, he just said he does, doesn't know what went wrong. That South London Union were just were just too good on the day and. You know, I can't express how how delighted I am with that result. Um, you know, I've I've said enough times how many t- how 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 likable and how good the South London Union lads are. Mm. Um, but this result is 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 it's got to be that the the result of their of the clubs of you know in their history so far. It's you know it's it's fantastic, fantastic result. Absolutely brilliant result. You don't win six nil too often, so no, no doubt this is the best result of um, South London Union so far. Fulton Eve Rangers, we've seen their start. They seem to be losing. I think they lost their last... They, they lose last week as well against Shirley. Was that last they week? Lost, yeah, 3-0, yeah. So they're losing and they're losing heavily with no reply after such a good um, goal scoring beginning to their season. Four goals a game averaging, I think, the first few games of their yep. season. Now they're conceding at the other end without return. Uh, we've seen some of the names on their team sheet from recent weeks. Yeah, uh, and what a team on paper they are. Mm-hmm. Um, not to give any uh, discredit to LSU, but I'm wondering if some of these players uh, haven't turned up the last couple of weeks. But South London Union, I'm not going to devalue this win six nil. If we had a, a result of the week that included county cups, um, this would have made the cut. It would have oh, absolutely. It, it definitely would have got, got my vote as well. Yeah, mine, mine too. But sadly, sadly not. Um, just yeah. because we can't include all. County Cup games. Okay. Only we know the teams involving. We know the games involving the Croydon teams, but we can't involve. We don't know all the teams in the County Cup, so we can't make a an as educated a guess as we can, or or opinion as we can on these ones. But yeah, LSU. The day I think it's fair to say belongs to them in the Croydon Municipal yesterday. Just, I'm just just hoping this is a springboard for now. Now for them, and they can really kick on this season um, after what was uh, an indifferent. In different first campaign in the, in the Croydon, yep. Croydon Municipal League, um, I'm hoping this this really gives them a solid foundation now, and they can build on this and, and put a good run of results together because they've got they've got some tricky games coming up for them. Um, so yeah, this this will put them in good stead. Absolutely, Rog. I'll talk to you about next week's games on the other section. I'll be there. So now to Jamie. And the Alpington and Bromley section. Jamie, we've made it to Towers this week. Only come when we're winning. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice to have you here. Let's get straight into the results because plenty to talk about uh, this week in the OBD SFL. Um, it was um, a cup 
a cup heavy weekend with the president's charity cup games uh, and county cups and, and all sorts going on so uh, very few league games so let's get through them uh, in the senior division jamie uh farmer old boys losing one nil uh, to elmstead i think we both backed farnborough in the uh, no, I did. I can't remember if you did. But, I definitely um, did. I went one nil to Farnborough, and they've let me down. Uh, Elmstead with a valuable. Let themselves down. They've let themselves. They let everyone down. They've let everyone down, uh, except Elmstead. Um, <laughs> they didn't let them down. Uh, they had a good, a good win, one nil to Elmstead. Uh, valuable three points in the Prem. Two form sides in the Prem division uh, came together. Uh, Beckenham Rovers no loss in their last three games. Uh, they met Groundhoppers. Who are having a great season. 1-0 at half-time. Um, but 4-2 the game ended to Groundhoppers. Great three points for Groundhoppers against the good Beckenham Rovers. Yeah, we know firsthand how difficult it is to go there. Um, so credit to Groundhoppers. I did see Beckham Rovers say they were below the levels they felt they had been at previous weeks. But obviously Groundhoppers, a step up in opposition from the likes of ourselves. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, we, we saw that. They kind of they weren't great in the league last year. Beckham Rovers they, they finished in the bottom three, didn't they? So mm. um, as well as I've done in cups and stuff so far, obviously they, they know they need to up their game if they want to uh, compete in that uh, really competitive Prem division. Yeah, uh, definitely. That's a good. That's a very good win for Groundhoppers and Beckham Rovers. Perhaps uh, finding their feet this season, but who knows? Maybe they have higher aspirations than that. Uh, but either way, uh, Groundhoppers get the points well done chaps uh palace st germain uh welcome themselves to the uh, uh prem division with uh, i want to say their most eye-catching results so far uh, since their time in the obdsfl 5-1 win against farm roll boys reserves who stay of execution jamie uh at the moment looking like perhaps uh, a step too far for them in the prem yeah, it's not it's not been very good for them of recent times but take nothing away from um Palace Saint Germain, they um, <clears throat> have come over, um, gone into a very tough division, and it looks like they've made themselves right at home. Um, could well be one of the teams to beat this season, but for, yeah, for, it's disappointing. Obviously, we know people that have been involved in Farnborough over the years, yeah. so it's disappointing to see both their teams struggling after, especially the the success of the the wearing name the reserves um, going through the last four or five seasons. So hopefully, they can turn that around. Yeah, we do hope so. Some good people uh, gone through the doors at, at Farm Brawl Boys uh, over the years. Um, people, friends of the podcast and, and all that stuff. And uh, a good club for for the Kent County uh, itself. So, um, yeah, we hope they can turn that around. But as as Jamie rightly said, the day belongs to uh, PSG yesterday. Congratulations, 5-1. Uh, not many people beat Farm Brawl Boys with these 5-1. So, have to give them the credit. Uh, Div 1 saw Lesser Albion. Uh, playing against Bexley United uh, after Bexley United lost uh, in recent weeks against Burridge in the Cup, in the um, County Cup. That was my game uh, the other week. Um, they looked good. They were down, they were low on numbers, uh, 10 players and nine uh, and back to 10 at some stage of the game because of late, late comes in the game, not um, anything else. Uh, but Lesser Albion were their opposition this week, Jamie. 5-3 winners, Lesser Albion. That goes down as a good win. To lesser for me against the good Bexley United who have looked the part um, this um, season at times, but I'm guessing Dean is disappointed with that result. He will be, but um, I think that would be a proper battle of a game. And uh, if you're not up for it, you don't have the numbers there to kind of um, to rotate the squad and, and keep fresh legs on the pitch against lesser, then you're going to struggle. So 
Yeah, eight goal, eight goal thriller. Um, but obviously goes to Leicester's favour this time. Surprising to see Bexley United shipping so many goals. They're such a good unit. They've got a real good goalkeeper. They're they're good at the back. Um, I'm surprised to see that Lesser Albion don't score many goals either. Um, so that's a, a weird game or a weird result. Not not the winners isn't aren't strange, but just that five three scoreline uh, for both teams uh, is surprising. But um, yeah, well done to Lesser. Uh, few and far between wins wise this season. Um, so that's a valuable one for them. Well done. Uh, in Division 2, the game of the day, no doubt, in the OBDSFL, even if we do say so ourselves. Hayden Youth Reserves um, welcomed uh, the Greenwich Mariners to their home patch yesterday. Jamie. Fucking cabbage patch. 4-3 <laughs> win for Greenwich Mariners. Uh, not messing about yesterday. Tell us about the game. Um, yeah, the, the scoreline kind of makes it look like it was a, a thriller, but it was... Seriously lacking in quality, especially the the first half where we were very very poor, and we were lucky to go in at two all at half time. If I'm honest, Hayden started a lot better. Um, they got you can see they got good players in areas that can hurt you, um, and they they got the ball to them as much as they could, and um, we just didn't look right from the start, which was disappointing. We, we were well up for it. Everyone's been looking forward to the first league game, asking when it is, etc. Mm. Uh, and we didn't start like that was the case at all. <clears throat> so we lost really sloppy goal just a, a kind of long ball through the middle but we didn't deal with um, and then we got managed to get back level um, probably against it when they play but a well worked goal nonetheless and then give away a stupid foul uh, and we've put a good ball in the box it's a very good header from the guy you give him credit so uh, we were 2-1 down almost instantly which was really disappointing mm. but we managed to get ourselves level through a, a lovely goal for Matt the, the Said he scored a long range effort against the LSE a few weeks ago. He's he's put another one, um, another one in the top corner this week. So that got his level at two two. And second half we were a lot better. Um, we looked we were getting winning first and second balls a lot more and try to win the ball higher up, just to kind of keep pressure on them. Um, but they 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 put a few kind of balls into good areas and behind us, and we ended up giving away a penalty. No complaints about it. It's it's. It's a silly one. He's, he's kind of just given the ref the, the decision to make. Mm. Um, they dispatched it, and kind of we thought, oh, we've kind of not deserved that one, even though we deserved the first two. But um, we got level again at three all. Where uh, just a set piece, I think it was like the third or fourth phase. It was just bouncing around the box, and we managed to trundle over the line. And then <clears throat> that'll do that. That'll do. And then through the traumatic fashion in the last minute, we've, we've got another set piece. Their keeper, in fairness, made two excellent saves. We made a couple of good ones, but two really excellent saves to keep them at 3-3. Um, and they did have some some chances at the other end, but we looked a better side. And then um, Raf's kind of poked one to a fair corner, poked it to go words at the back post, and it's hit Damali and gone in. And then there was scenes of mayhem as flags were waving <laughs> and so. I, th- I think the thing is, they were claiming for offside, which it wasn't because they had about four or five guys on the line. The guy didn't flag until they all started shouting at him. Yeah. However, they then became a, a kind of rumour of handball. And I did speak to Damali after it, and he says it's kind of come off him in the stomach and hit his hand on the way over the line, kind of thing. So if by the letter of the law we've got away with one, then fair enough. You got to be due one. We were definitely due one. I mean, it was granny anyway, but I can. See, there's nobody the ref could have seen it through all the bodies either. So, if I've got that stroke of luck, then it's we've deserved it for a second half performance. But taking the hand away for Hayden, it was a competitive game down at um, Loring Hall. 
proper cabbage patch all yeah. this. Um, but delighted just to get three points on the board. We, we had to wait until, I think it was the second week of February, to got our first league win last season. Yeah. Um, and we only had three points from three draws going all the way through until then. So to get three points on the board at this stage, um, we are running games coming up where we can really start to kind of knuckle down and start to pick up some points, hopefully. Um, but we take it one game at a time. We've got a tough test next week. <clears throat> but the resilience they showed to come back from being behind three times was a big difference to last year. Um, last year we'd have lost that game quite easily, if I'm honest. We'd have crumbled too many times. But, um, yeah, there's a lot more leaders. There's a bit more spine of the team. They've learned a lot for last season in terms of giving away late goals. And we've managed to turn it full circle now. And we're, we're getting a late goal so long, may it continue. Well done, mate. Well done. Uh, if anyone deserves a win and a bit of luck, it's the Mariners. Uh, tough season last year. Didn't if if the season ended at forty five minutes per game, you'd have be you'd be oh, playing manager of the year. Me, <laughs> but unlucky uh, and in so many games last year, not playing well and winning points, playing well uh, and not getting anything out of games. So if one goes in off your if you sent your midfielder's forearm and goes in and the ref don't spot it. Sorry, we're unashamedly biased. Who cares? Right, Division 3, uh, Metro Massive 9, Crayford Eagles 0. Uh, Metro Massive, honest about their vote for yes. the result of the week, but still 9-0, all right, against 10 men. Uh, Crayford Eagles' start to their Division 3 season has been torrid, to say the least. Um, but 9-0 result on paper. We have to give that to Metro Massive. Their honesty was appreciated, but still a good result against 10. It is, yeah. Ten, you can sometimes find it difficult to break down, but I know Crayford have been struggling recently, although it did look like the results were improving slightly, mm. um, but that's a big backward step for them. But yeah, Metro Mass have got good players, haven't they? So um, if you you go up against them well weakened or less than 11, then there is a danger. Obviously, that kind of thing can happen. Absolutely. Uh, good win, all the same. Uh, in Division 5, uh, Bromley Athletic, 5. Hawksbrook Wanderers six. Hawksbrook nicking the odd win uh, more regularly than not now, so they're having a good season. Well done, chaps. And Orpington reserves. A tough, a tough start to the season for them. Uh, they were two one down against Elmstead reserves at half time, uh, going on to lose the game four one, Jamie. But given their previous results and they've been battered quite regularly, mm-hmm. um, sh- small. Small uh, shoots of positivity for uh, Alperton reserves, and I'm sure results are on their way. Yeah, I mean, you look at it two and a half time. You, um, the both sides were probably thinking the next goal is a crucial one. Um, I don't know what minute Elmstead would have got the third goal, but um, that could have pretty much have just killed it off, and then I've obviously put a bit of gloss on it with the fourth. But mm. if Alperton can go that next step and get the, the, that goal and get it back to 2-2 and give themselves something to fight for then I'm sure a result will come for them pretty soon I'm sure too good luck to Alberton um, reserves but yeah Elmstead reserves will not care they got the win well done chaps uh, in the President's Charity Cup loads of games yesterday uh, in the OBDSFL's FA Cup the, the top cup it is seeded though so the, the big boys come in in a round or two um, so you won't hear any of those um Senior or Prem teams, I don't think, at this stage of the draw. Uh, so the games were uh, AFC, Kamazi Strikers, their motivation team, the reserves, I'm going to call them. They won 3-1 against FC United Bromley. Uh, FC United Bromley's good start to the season uh, in the league or in their league campaign uh, halted 
uh, in the first round of the President's Charity Cup. Uh, Will guy though, Jamie, they win 1-0 against Crayford Arrows Reserves. Um, I think these two have played each other a thousand times in the yeah, last two seasons. Uh, another another game between the two. Uh, Bexley Athletic, they are knocked out of the cup. 4-2 losers against Club Langley. Uh, quite a gulf in uh, divisions between the two teams, so no harm done uh, to Bexley Athletic on Sunday. Uh, Blase Ballers played Kingsdale. This is my game on Sunday. Uh, and a two-all draw at the end of 90 minutes uh, led to penalties. Uh, and the Blase boys, um, they weren't Blase about the penalties at all. Very professional uh, about the way they approached the penalty shootout. 5-4 winners. Blase ball is a tough game, I've got to say. The venue uh, was the Harris Academy down there uh, on Middle Park Avenue in Eltham. Uh, the first pitch we were supposed to be playing on, uh, there was a kids game already on it. So we got shafted and put onto another pitch that had... Um, a fox tunnel on it, I want to say. It weren't a hole, it was a tunnel. Uh, so completely unsafe for the players to uh, play on. Uh, we then moved to a third pitch, uh, which led to a delay in the kickoff and a big upheaval, it has to be said. Um, the players completely supportive of the decision and thank you, chaps, everyone on uh, on the day yesterday. Pretty good. I know it's hard and, and the preparation for games and all that type of thing uh, was was disrupted. Um, so, yeah, it was tough. The nets had to be changed on the goals, etc. Not really helped by the venue. Um, it's a shame. Uh, the people there didn't really seem to want to help too much. But Blase, once the game kicked off, uh, we did kick off a little bit late, but once the game kicked off, Kingsdale executed um, their game plan of soaking up pressure and hitting Blase on the, on the break. Uh, and it worked uh, for them in the second half especially. Uh, Kingsdale were under immense pressure at times. Blase couldn't really break down um, the Kingsdale. They worked themselves into basically two banks of four uh, and said, come at us. And Blase really gave themselves uh, the, the task of just trying to find that killer ball over the top, which they overhit uh, more often than not and played right into Kingsdale's hands. Kingsdale missed a great chance uh, when they hit Blase on the break at 2-1. Uh, a good ball um, across the face of goal and the finish not made. Um, but in the second, in the 87th minute, 88th minute, something like that at 2-1, uh, a ricket from the Blase goalkeeper gave the ball um, to Kingsdale, who slotted home and 2-all. They deserved it. They des- it. The game deserved to go to penalties. Kingsdale's effort uh, and work rate and organisation uh, second to none for a Division 5 side, I have to say. Blase Ball, as you could see, they played football. They dominated the ball. They dominated possession, moved the ball nicely, just run out of ideas. that They were looking for the same straight pass over the top every time, which which ran through to uh, for a goal kick or the keeper collected quite comfortably at times. Um, so, yeah, they, they may need a plan B. Um, but Kingsdale, yeah, definitely uh, unlucky. Uh, played for penalties, it, it seems. Uh, in the second half and they got there and it was a lottery um, but yeah well done to Blase on the day a good game really enjoyed it um, Crayford Arrows won the Warren won uh, Crayford Arrows going through on pens yesterday too congratulations Crayford Arrows East Wickham Wanderers played Wickham Athletic again Jamie I think this is the fourth third or fourth game this season uh, East Wickham Wanderers definitely got their number uh, and this week it was five five nil to East Wickham Wanderers against Wickham Athletic. Um, Ellis against Chislehurst is a nice old school game that we've been talking about for years. 
Ellis Athletic, the winners this week, 3-2 against Chiselurst. Um, this is a good talking point, Jamie. Hayden Youth from uh, Division 2 last season, promoted into Division 1. They played uh, Glebe Manor, uh, easily the strongest team, Division 2 down. Uh, after a two-all draw, uh, Glebe Manor going through 4-2 on pens. Uh, we said Hayden wouldn't be, it wouldn't, they, it wouldn't be a walkover for uh, Glebe. We said they're organised. We said they'd give them a good game and they've proven us right. Not many will do that with get that close to Glebe Manor this season. No, I think we probably did Hayden a bit of a disservice. I mean, we know how good they are. Good organised unit. Mm. They, they get results. Um, if anything, it just shows probably that John was right to ask to go up one more. If anything, um, that could easily be a Division 1 league game ending 2-2 uh, as, as it wasn't and obviously they go through on penalties um, I'm sure it was a very good game to watch good game of football um, but yeah Hayden just they, I don't want to say they always get written off but teams just kind of they're not sexy are they and I, I don't mean that I don't mean <laughs> no, that to be mean. disrespectful they're not they're Hayden they're a, they're a bunch of blokes that have played together yeah. for a while they're a real good organised unit mm-hmm. and they don't get much they're, they're, a, they're a good club to look yeah. at if, if you're like a new team starting out and stuff and you want to see how just to do things right but also be successful then they're, they're a very good example of that mm, I agree uh, Ministry of Ball duck out of the President's Charity Cup at the first round of asking against Alpington 5-3 uh, the boys in an amber win uh, yesterday a good win for them a good team Alpington keep your eyes out for them they, they're a good side at that level Old Langlians 4 Hayes and Pickhurst too, a good account of themselves made by the old Langlians against a top team in Hayes and Pickhurst. A good win for them. Uh, Phoenix Sports 3 go out of the cup uh, after a 3 all draw with DC Football. DC do the business on penalties. 3-1. Terrible penalties, it, it sounds like, from a Phoenix Sports or a goalkeeping masterclass. I'm not sure. Uh, but DC through uh, in the President's Charity Cup. Uh, and they will be a good side in that cup this season. Uh, South London Spartans played off, played off against Alpington Colts, two Division 5 promoted teams last season. Uh, South London Spartans getting the win, Jamie, 2-1. Good win. Good win, yeah. I'm not really sure what to expect for the Colts this year, no. but um, a cup football, it's all about results, isn't it? So, and they had to go, and then they could potentially draw one... I don't think the the big teams are in it this round. I think it's, it's the one after um, the the senior and prem boys, but they can easily get drawn against a a good division one or two side. That's your reward for beating the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, SMCA played Manorwood. Manorwood getting through the preliminary round of this cup on penalties against South West. Uh, SMCA took Manorwood all the way this week as well. In tribute to the man himself, um, a two all draw at Desmond. Uh, Manorwood going through six five on penalties. Going all the way to sudden death on penalties and winning it. A relief for Man of Wood. They'll be sick of this. The amount of minutes they're playing in this cup or the amount of penalty shootouts they've played. They'll be hoping uh, to do it in 90 minutes in the second round. But congratulations to Man of Wood at SMCA. Had some good results or a good result last week uh, at least. Um, so an improved side. Uh, Sydenham Sports faced our beloved uh, Ben Erst United. Um, 4-2 Sydenham Sports, the winners, um, Jamie. But... A couple of years ago, that would have been double digits for uh, Sydenham Sports. So we can see the, the improvement from Benhurst uh, United this season. Uh, scoring goals themselves, two goals against Sydenham Sports. Not many teams will do that in the in their league this year. 
Uh, we both expected Sydney to be strong this year, um, but a win all the same against Ben Hurst. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at apart from the next two um, cup results, all the lower division teams have only lost by two goals max, and they've they've got themselves on the scoreboard and pushed these these higher division teams all the way. Some even going to penalties and stuff as well. So it just shows you that that these lower divisions they are improving there's, yeah. there's teams who have been around for a while who are getting better and better each season and there's new teams that are coming in to freshen up and keep them on their toes mm-hmm. so um, yeah the, the the PCC Cup is very wide open at the minute yeah it is and this we're all uh, trying to get through to that that's those seeds when they come in uh, and get get a game against a team perhaps that they've never played against before uh, and have a roll of the dice. It's exciting times, this cup, President's Charity Cup. It's good to have it back. Uh, Westrum are dominant. They win 4-0 against Crayway, 2-0 at halftime, uh, and they added another two in the second half. Uh, Westrum, something about them this year. Um, they seem good. They seem improved uh, from last year. Uh, we know all the troubles that the club had uh, towards the end of the season, which, you know, understandably probably knocked the sail, the wind out of their sails. Well, it, did, it knocked the wind out of their sails. This year they're back. They're reinvigorated, obviously with the same, the same calls to to play for and and those thoughts in their heads when they're playing. And Crayway, um, yeah, didn't put a glove on them. It seems yesterday Westrum with a very good win. Some good players down there at Westrum. Um, Woosh win eight three against Green Street Green. We did talk Jamie about whether Green Street Green were going to be one of these teams that went through the divisions and and were going to be comfortable at that level. Well, if they thought they were going to be and they thought that they were going to have um, a lot of easy games in the OBDSFL as they go through the fifth, fourth, third, etc. Well, we should top of the third division and they've given them um, a reminder that keep your feet on the ground and, and take one game at a time. Yeah, they've got a way to go before they can compete with the um, kind of division three top sides. So. But for their, them, it's all about the, the league, I think, this yeah, year. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And perhaps... Perhaps I know the Vic Farrow teams go. The Vic Farrow Cup is third, fourth, and fifth. Perhaps they can. They've got an outside chance of the Vic Farrow Cup if they're similar to Hayes and Pickhurst last season. If they can maybe avoid some Div Three teams in the draw, they could do well in that competition. Let's wait and see. In the Surrey FA Lower Junior Cup, um, Addington United from the Quirda Municipal played uh, LSU Lions Vets and lost three two. Congrats to. LSU Vets and going through to the next round in the Surrey Cup, flying the flag for the OBDSFL in county competitions. Uh, Tadworth Tigers uh, were Tadworth Kittens yesterday, sadly, mm-hmm. beaten by the Lions uh, 13-0. LSU Lions first having a good day. How the first and reserve team are in the same cup, I don't know. That's an almighty cock-up by the county, that. We hope the uh, Lions and their reserves... Don't play each other too soon in the draw. Hopefully they can play each other in the final. That would be lovely. Uh, that's a bit of a mistake though. 13-0 um, showing LSU Lions probably shouldn't be in the lower junior the lower junior cup. Um, let's see what happens with that. Um, FC Bickley uh, from the OBDSFL play um, under the radar from the Super League in the Kent Sunday Premier Cup. Um, Mike Payne saying legs in the end, uh, just done it in extra time. Uh, by the looks of it, in extra time, Bickley didn't quite have enough uh, under the radar, winning the game 5-3 in extra time. Unfortunately, don't know what the full-time score was there. Uh, And the big game yesterday, which isn't an OBDSFL game, but involved 
two ex-OBD SFL teams. Uh, SE Dons faced off against Metrogas, now playing their trade uh, in Westfire and the Dons in the Super League. Uh, after a four-all draw, uh, Metrogas winning the game 5-4. Jamie, thank you for that. And I'll see you on Pleasure. the other side. Last but not least this week, in Towers as well, Gibbs. Always in the Towers. Always in Towers. Uh, nice to have Jamie and Gibbs with us. Jamie, done his job and off he's gone. Uh, now, Gibbs has shown up for these West, the West for crowd. Well, we saved the best, didn't we? It's always the best bit, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Let's get into the results. A big cup day yesterday in uh, Westfer. So let's get through the league fixtures first. Jam two. Meridian Sports one. Uh, that's what we expect from Jam. One nil down at half time. They're grinding out the results, aren't they? But they seem to be at the minute going behind. Like, uh, obviously, yesterday they went 3 0 down against um, the A team, Peckham Rye. They're, uh, they're making life hard for themselves, but they're showing their fighting spirit and getting the results, which is a sign of a good team. I think so. I, I mean, knowing Jam over the years, uh, no disrespect to Phil, they're slow starters because they're a little bit disorganised they're getting the wins together. though aren't they but they're getting the wins. getting the wins they're doing it the hard way they're giving teams um, a head start um, but yeah uh, Phil doing what he does best and, and winning games of football with Jam full of praise for his players yesterday uh, on social media in the senior division uh, the Inter Belvedere juggernaut uh, continues 4-0 winners against Eltham Lions Gibbs Eltham Lions not been the best not been the same team we've grown to uh, expect or know uh, of them uh, Inter Belvedere will take full advantage of teams not in good form they battered them 4-0 ouch Rick what do you think of this result mate woo <laughs> oh no he's back that is a hardcore spanking isn't it especially against a good team like Eltham Lions as well um, but like you say the juggernaut of, of uh, Inter Belvedere just, it just goes on it doesn't know how to lose at the minute no, does it no I'll, steamrolling everyone no one wants to play them yeah. with any, any division let's no be one. honest they're prim bound Let's be honest. Well, they seem to be. Prem bound. They seem to be. Uh, King of Arts Media Production Division 1. The best division. The fifth best division in Westford. The fifth best division. Barnhurst 4, Abbey Mead 4. What a good game that must have been. Uh, Abbey Mead uh, getting, I don't know, is that a good point for Abbey Mead or a good point? Or both teams happy with a draw? I'd probably say both teams are happy with a draw there. 4-4. Four, four. It weren't a day for the defences. Um a good game to play in for the attackers. So I think they'll probably both be happy. You know, once a few goals go in, you, you're, at the end of the day, you're probably just happy with a point to be able to score four but concede four. So be happy with a point. But shout out to Steph. I know she's a great listener of the podcast. So um, big up you, Steph. And, uh, more games in Division 1. Uh, Woolwich Royals lose again. Another close defeat for the Woolwich, Woolwich Royals. Boys, they're not, they've not been out of any of these games. 2-1 they lose to Crocodile at home. I think that's four on the bounce. I think they yeah, said on Twitter, innit? But I think they've all been by one goal. So they're all close games as well. They've not been uh, battered by anyone. No. Nah. So they'll get it right though as well. They've got a good team spirit there. Out for a curry as well last night. So yeah. fair play to them. And uh, they're, they're a good club. They are a good club. They'll they'll get results 100%. Boo! You always send them players off. Say that again? You always send their players off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's El got red by El the way. <laughs> Elmstead Knights to Duchess of Kent. Uh, of Kent tough start to their life in Division 2 this season uh, but now they're starting to get some results finding uh, their feet a bit now aren't yeah. they they uh, did have a tough start to the season 
Um, but Second favourite for Division 2 behind Bexley Hawks. They've got to be now, mate. With these wins they're putting together, they're scoring goals. Yeah. Um, good result as well. Good three points and they needed that, to be fair. They did. Uh, a boost for them. Uh, as I say, a tough start, but it's been pretty good for them since... Uh, yeah, well done, Duchess of Kent. Uh, Mottenham Park Rangers 1, Junior Reds Athletic 2. Uh, Mottenham Park uh, Rangers missing out, but a good win for Junior Reds. I think well there's one new up as well, Mottenham Park. So, yeah, a good but time. The thing is, Junior Reds needed that because I think they've played like, what have they played? They've played five games and I think they've got like, what they got, five points or six points. So they needed that because a lot of teams in the league have not played as many as them. So that was a massive three points for them. It was. Well done, boys. Once the league tables work themselves out, we can start seeing uh, where teams are. Some teams have played one league game or two and some have played... We've only played one league game. Yes, yeah, it's, it's silly. It's silly. All the cup games uh, at the beginning of the season uh, really messing up the league um, format. So uh, we've got a long way to it's all equaled. Um, in Division 3, the Mark Dolby Foundation, Division 3, uh, Fleetwood... Fleet, Fleetwood Mac. Fleet down United. The Mac has left. That's why they're losing. Yeah, the, Mac, the Mac has left. The Mac has left. 3-2 to Avery Hill. Close game. Avery Hill continue uh, their winning streak. Uh, Alex down. and the boys down there. They haven't hit full stride yet. No, they haven't. But when they hit, when they do, I expect um, big things from them. Good yeah, club. Absolutely. Fleet down not really the same team as they were last year. They had a good end to the season last year. Uh, Avery Hill uh, having a good start to uh, their Division 3 season. Uh, watch out for them this season. Beacons, the light is back on. Uh, a great win for them against Chimera. Uh, Chimera 2-1 up at half-time. Not able to add any more goals to their tally. Beacons added two in the second half. Good Three result two. for them because that's the sort of result probably last season where they would have just faded out and mm. um, probably conceded a few more and took a heavy defeat. So they've showed a lot of spirit there and a lot of fight. And Chimera have been doing well. So that's a cracking result for Beacons. Yes. We, do, we give them a lot of stick sometimes. Yeah. We've given them a lot, give them a lot of praise. We've given so them a lot of stick. And now done. it's time. To... It's time for praise. So yeah, well yeah. done. Rick, what do you think? Woo! Wasn't <laughs> it? Was it comprehensive? Yeah, 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 but yeah, we're no. giving them a woo. No, no, he's just keeping his, keeping his cool. <laughs> uh, in Division 4, Danton Albion 3, uh, South Average 2. Uh, it doesn't get any better oh, for Danson South Average. Danson did really well this yeah, season. Yeah, they're looking the business for Division really 4. Really well. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want to play on this season, to be fair. No. They're uh, really well. A good win. Uh, other games in Division 4. Highfield beating Eltham Lions Reserves 3-2. Very good a result. Woo! Yeah, that was a good result for Highfield. Great result for Ronnie and his boys. Said he had bare 11, but then he said four subs. I'm not sure about that one. But, um, <laughs> but it's still a cracking result for him, though, to be fair. Eltham Lions top of the league. They've had some good results. Um, obviously beating Northern Eagles and stuff so cracking result for Ronnie there yeah really good result uh, on the back of a defeat to Highfield Rovers not too long ago H uh, Hacienda Reserves travelled to Thamesmead Town uh, yesterday and won 4-0 I mean what I saw of Hacienda Reserves no disrespect to the lads um, for them to get a 4-0 win yesterday is a massive result Thamesmead Town really struggling at the bottom of yeah. uh, Division 4 now it's looking a tough season for them they was actually put in Div 2, weren't they? But got moved to Div 4 just lucky the start for them. of the season. So well, lucky for we them. don't like to see teams struggle though to ETAC. No. So it's the first season back, maybe just uh, finding their feet, do you know what I mean? Um, and they can build from it. But Hacienda, good win. 4-0, clean sheet. Numbers on the back of their shirts. It's a winner. Hopefully they have, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in Division 5, Lewisham Tamils 4, Bexley Knights 9. What a game that is. 13 goal thriller <laughs> yesterday. Did they play this at 5 aside? Was this a 5 aside result? <laughs> Uh, Lewisham Tamils uh, not off to the best of starts Bexley Knights has two good wins in the league now for Bexley Knights two eye-catching wins anyway EWD 
and uh, Lewisham Tamils. They've beaten both uh, of those teams in the league this season. Uh, so well done, Bexley Knights. Nine goals uh, is brilliant. To score, Tam Tamils will be gutted to score four goals and not win a game of football. Uh, but uh, Bexley Knights wins few and far between for them over the last couple of seasons. Um, so that'll be light relief for them. Well done, fellas. Uh, in Division 5, Newcross Rovers reserves three. Foresters three. I bet that was a good game. Uh, Foresters full of praise, uh, I think, for their referee yesterday. I didn't quite catch the name of, but I saw the comment on social media. Well done, lads. Uh, in Division 6, the best division. The fifth best division. The Silk Grassroots Post Podcast Network, Division 6, the best division in West Far. Elton Palace 1, the Battle Cruisers 4. Now, the Battle Cruisers have squeaked, squeezed past a couple of strugglers uh, in Division 6, but this is a more comprehensive win against the team, Gibbs, that we both fancied at the beginning of the year, but Elton Palace look to have gone backwards. Yeah, the cruisers are, are cruising. Yeah, they are cruising. They're doing really well, to be fair. I think that's three out of four for them. Um, Elton Palace, I just don't know what's the matter with them. Like, good pre-season. Yeah. And uh, they just ain't found their feet. They just they just ain't got no momentum. I'm not sure uh, what's happening there. But nevertheless, the cruisers are my guys. So I'm happy for them. Three points, um, four goals. Hopefully, long may it continue. Yeah, well done to the battle cruisers. Uh, Elton Palace left to scratch their head and wonder what's going on. Lots of um, hope for them this year. Uh, they haven't, it hasn't been realised. Battle cruisers don't care. They go on 4 1 winners. Good win for them. They seem to be winning but conceding lots of goals, cruisers. So that'll be a welcomed result for them. Well done, chaps. In Division 6, Greenwich Challenge Vets continue their stride up the best division in West for 5-1 winners against Sporting Greenwich. Um, I think I've got three points for this in our in our predictions. Yes, you did. Yeah, mm. yeah, five-pointer. Uh, Three-pointer even. But Challenge Vets much improved this season. Mid-table last year in their first season uh, with West for. But this season, I don't know if they are strictly a Vets team. I think they are, but I think most of the team is. Uh, but they've made massive improvements this year, looking every bit at the title hopers uh, against Sporting Greenwich who have sadly gone back to yeah they have they? yeah they've gone back to they, they really familiar built, ways yeah they really built last season and they had a good season and they was up there for a while you and nearly then, was getting the tattoo weren't you yeah I was and then they've just <laughs> seemed to have gone backwards didn't they like yeah. like taking the heavy defeats again not scoring goals it's a shame really as well it is a shame uh, I'm going to have a, to scan through these quickly because a lot of teams added to the Plumpsy Cup are showing as fixtures Ken Cup Metro Gas Westford's own four Essie Dons for. I was going to save that one till last. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> Essie Dons winning. from the Super League. Uh, after a four-all draw at the end of full time, extra time was played in this one as well. Uh, Metrogas win 5-4 on penalties. Their keeper saving the penalty that wins them the game. Previously signed for R2J. Left them, and signed for the gas, the gas. And won them... Definite bush, bush gas yesterday. Yeah, it was fantastic. Woo! As I said on, on social media, I think... This result is going to be eye-catching because they yeah. beat a team like Essie Dons who don't lose very many games of football at all. Uh, double back-to-back -back champions uh, of the OBD SFL Senior, obviously now playing in the Super League. This is a massive scalp. Previous massive. winners of this cup. Yeah, massive. Do you think it's about time Westford Prem team's got a bit of credit? Uh, yes, I do, because there are some. There are very good sides in Westford. Um, you've got, obviously, Metrogas... Um, Bayswater, Jam, uh, Balden, all recognised um, teams. Baltark's you know. gone close. Ball, yeah, Baltark's um, took Sports King close yesterday as well and um, lost on penalties. Pe we all know penalties is a lottery. 
But there are some very good teams in Westville that can that can challenge these teams. You know, I mean, Inter Belvedere could probably hold their own against a lot of these teams as well. So it does, it should get a lot of credit. To be fair, Metrogas since they've come over from the OBDSFL, they've just gone literally strength to strength, haven't they? You know, mm-hmm. they was um, good. They had cup finals last year. They won the league. Obviously now I know they've had a bit of a slow start in the Prem with two draws, but this is a massive step for them and a massive result, and th- they can build off of that. Do you know what I mean? Um, they've got some good players. They've got uh, Rob James. I think the guy is it Ollie Ollie Lockwood or sorry, I'm not sure of his name. Forgot that but, uh, the guy that they were talking on Twitter got man of the match. So I apologise, forgot his name wrong. But um, yeah, it's just um, they've got they've got a real good side down there. They have. They're doing good things. This will be a massive boost for them uh, in the Kent Sunday Premier Cup. Don't forget. Um, I'm not sure if they're in the London Cup, but this is the best cup they can play uh, as a Kent FA affiliated team. Uh, knocking Essie Dons out is massive. It's massive for Westfar. It's massive for uh, Metrogas Sundays. We've been talking about um, Westfar's progression for years and years and the league doesn't seem to get um, the respect it deserves in terms of its quality. Uh, as Gibbs has said, he's reeled off uh, a handful of teams there who, who are amongst the best teams in oh, the I, South I, I don't even know where I got Lockwood from. Sorry. It's I, Liam, I mean, isn't it? It's Liam Spellwood. Yeah. So I do apologise. I'm not even sure where I got that from. Uh, Liam had a top game yesterday, winning praise from uh, from a lot of people yesterday on social media. Um, yeah, but the quality in Westford is something that shouldn't be overlooked. We've seen over the years um, Westford teams doing well in County Cups against top um, teams or perceived top teams. Uh, and this is just another result uh, for Westford teams that stand, that stand out. Uh, and well done to Metrogas. Celebrating this Metrogas uh, win. Uh, isn't celebrating a Nessie Don's loss. They've been great ambassadors for Sunday football. Uh, they've won this cup, as I've said, and done the business in their own leagues. Now they've gone on uh, to help uh, to try and facilitate another league and, and grow um, an audience in that way, uh, which is their prerogative, and we wish them all the best with that. Um, they've earned the right to go and do that. But yeah, yesterday belonged to Metro Gas in a, in a fantastic, <laughs> a fantastic result. Sorry, do you know who Ollie Lockwood is? Oh, I don't even know why I've got it, but that's the guy from Made in Chelsea. I don't even know why I've just pronounced <laughs> his name. He's a big fan. I do apologise, honestly. Jeepers. Um, Hopefully that doesn't stick with him now. No, literally. I've just, where the fuck do I, why have I said that name? So I've just Googled him and I'm not even sure. I don't even watch that programme, so I'm not even sure why I've said that. Uh, some other cup games in Westfire. Well done to everyone. Uh, in the cups, just in the county cups yesterday, Plumstead Challenge Cup game, AFC Bexley uh, facing Hartford Athletic, uh, a lower place team in shock, AFC that's a Bexley. Shock result, not, no, they, it's not. No, I mean in terms of not a shock result that Hartford, Hartford won. One, I, mean, one. I mean the result because AFC Bexley have got some good players, probably better than the division they're in, and they've given a good account of themselves in every game they've had, but not to score or. Um, or push Hartford a little bit closer, should we say. So I'm saying that's why it's a surprise. Not that it's a surprise that Hartford have won, because Hartford are a good side. But just the way they've... Uh, it's probably more impressive the way Hartford have put them to the sword. Maybe I think Hartford down to 10 men in the game as well. So, oh, really? Uh, that is the surprising bit. that is they that actually meant... five minutes in? they got a red card? Yeah, early red card I saw on social media yesterday. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when you put that 10 men, Hartford beating AFC Bexley, who have been in good form, 3-0... Uh, it shows that what Hartford are about. Uh, maybe they'll go on a little run now because uh, they've had a bit of a stuttering start. AFC Bexley, probably bigger fish to fry this season in terms of promotions from their league rather than the Plump- rather than the Plumstead Challenge Cup. No disrespect to the Plumstead Challenge Cup, but Bexley probably here to 
uh, concentrate on their league form and nick nick a divisional cup or so uh, along their way um but yeah what a good game that would have been yesterday well done hartford um in the sports king cup fc barker can't uh, convert their league form into cup form uh, and they're beaten five one handily easy <laughs> by kingsford they yeah, look back that was on the next pitch to us yesterday and uh they was uh it was a good game to be fair and uh kingsford um literally like it was good they got a team bond there you can see the way they were celebrating and all piled on with each other and it was good to see because they've had a bit of a rough start they've obviously had the barnes game they've had a few shaky results and barker have been impressive so 5-1 is um it's a real good result for kingsford and um hopefully they can push on because they're a good young lads talk about young plucky side yesterday hartford athletic blues welcomed uh peckham rye to stc yesterday Gibbs, you scraped past the boys of Hartfield Athletic. 9-0, I'm not being disrespectful. Uh, you were down to the bare bones, though, however, this Sunday. You did say in a group chat that you were struggling. You might have to get the boots on yourself. Do you know what? At one stage, this is no bullshit. At one stage, I was going to have to um, put the boots on and try and do a job because literally we was down to 11. Um, then the keeper dropped out. We was at 12. He dropped out, sorry. Then we got had to get two emergencies and then... Literally, Saturday night, one of the lads that couldn't make it said, yeah, I can make it. And it turned out that we had like, I think we did have five subs. So we did, we showed up with 16, but we was missing like a captain, goalkeeper. We were, we was missing like eight players from the squad that said they couldn't make it. Um, so 9-0. Uh, how, how did I, the game go? I'm not being disrespectful. It, it didn't It didn't flatter us because... They gave a, a good account of themselves, Hartford Blues, and they was just very. They was they. I think they just tried to be very compact and hit us on the counter. Um, I think by the looks of it, they played one up front, so he had a lot of running to do um, between our, our, our defense. So it, it was hard for them. And then in the final third, they was very compact, but as the game went on, I think they started to tire. But they they carried on going to the end. And full credit to them. I mean. They've got bigger fish to fry in their league and stuff like that, and um, their season doesn't doesn't balance nice. on, it's not, on that. This result ain't going to make or break their season. To be fair, um, they was good lads. The game was played in good spirit. There was no no bad tackles or or handbags or nothing like that. It, it was a, it was just a, it was a good cup game, um, and we wish them all the best for the season. It's it's a tough one because they didn't. They didn't. I don't think they gave the game a go. If I'm being honest, um, they had I think like one shot from about thirty yards, which it, it kind of the keeper gathered it. And I'm not being yeah. disrespectful. I just think that sometimes you've got to give it a go. Do you know what I mean? And I, I think that they was maybe a bit too defensive yesterday. Should we say too defensive and ended up. For nine nil loss, it don't make no sense. We've seen, we've seen, lot, we've seen lots of lower placed teams just not even bother turning up and playing higher placed teams in the league before. Uh, so at least they turned up and played the game. That, that earns my respect. Oh, full credit! Uh, yeah, full credit to them. Honestly, there was a good good bunch of lads. Honestly, a good bunch. But I just, I just think they just set up too defensive. And I know they've conceded nine, so it seems a strange thing to say. But I just think if they maybe would have went for it a bit more, you never know. Uh, free hit for them so yeah don't matter. the results doesn't really matter so maybe if they did go for it a bit more they would have enjoyed the day a little bit better uh, next game is the Plumpsy Challenge Cup we saw Hatcham um, Super League team uh, come into the cup at this stage uh, they played Intercross 6-2 uh, 
Uh, Hatcham were the winners away at Intercross. Now, that sounds like a big win, but we was expecting it to be That's, much, much, much wider yeah, than that. In all a good account of themselves there. In all honesty, yeah, Intercross can be well proud of that performance. To, like, they've got, and again, it's not taking the piss, but you've scored two goals against the teams from the the supposed Super League. Mm. Um, whether they had their full team out or not, or not, or whether they've rested players or not, you give a great account of yourself there. Um, and a lot of people would have would have probably thought the scoreline would be a lot heavier. Mm. So again, plenty of positives to take from in across for that, you know, and um, be proud of that performance because they've probably gone out, run their bollocks off, and they, and to be honest, that's, that's that is a good result. Yeah, I think so. Uh, respect to Hatcham for respecting the competition. Obviously, putting out. Uh, a solid team yesterday in across what a great account of yourselves you've made no no disrespect or shame uh, in losing to that Hatcham side they are a very good team uh, other games in the Plumpshire Challenge Cup Mildeen 2 EWD 1 far too close for comfort for Mildeen uh, the Prem team uh, against um, EWD Eagles a half 12 kickoff yesterday maybe the difference for player availability it is tough to get players to a half 12 kickoff in it uh, yeah, for Mildeen love the twelve thirty kickoffs. I think ah, okay. that's their home permit time, and it's twelve thirty. Ah, okay. So the, they're okay. But um, I mean, from Prem to what EWD Eagles were they five? Something Four. like that. That's a good result for them as well. Take plenty of positives from that. To be honest, I know it's a loss, but you've took a Prem team and you've only lost by one goal. Yeah. So full credit to you. And I mean, Mildeen have obviously gone through to the next round, and that's all. It's a cup game. That's all you really want. But for the maybe the lower the lower league teams to to have, have got that result, so it's a lot of positives. They've not been smashed. They've not. There's no. There's no um, shame in the result. Do you know what I mean? They've given yeah. account, a good account of themselves. Agreed. Agreed. And it's a good. Mo- it's good motivation and good to see what you can do against higher placed opposition. So when you return back to your normal divisions, you know what you're capable of. Yeah, and to, and to try and replicate that against teams more at your own skill level. Um, you may start getting results in the league. Uh, but well done, Mildeen. You march on to the next round. Uh, Adidas, eight. Southwark Dynamos, one. Uh, Southwark Dynamos, um, they won the other week, but it's been tough otherwise. They've been losing and they lose heavily when they do. Uh, Adidas, we know what a good team. They are good in the Cups last year. Two Cup Finals, I think, for them last season. Um, eight one winners yesterday is dominant from them. Uh, Advent Mighty Royals, one. New Park, four. Uh, New Park are a team to be avoided. They're going to be good in the cup. Uh, a solid team uh, and they will be tough. Uh, Kingfisher 3, Baldwin Sports A3. So another Prem team against the Div 2, Div, Div 1 or Div 2 team, I want to say. Uh, Baldwin Sports A getting through on penalties, Gibbs. So another thing, the cup nearly causing another upset. Uh, Baldwin Sports A down eight players or something like that. Yeah, Billy I think won't. Billy was missing quite a lot of players yeah. yesterday. Uh, but after Friel is a great account of themselves for Kingfisher, we didn't really give him much hope. Uh, but they've started okay, better than we thought they were going to. But penalties. Well, they've uh, had two games on pens now, haven't they? They've come out a winner on one and lo- um, and obviously loser on one. They uh, played um, South Ballers, didn't they? I think and, lo- and lost on penalties. So obviously they've against lower opposition now. They was the lower opposition and they've lost on penalties. So. Um, I think they can obviously they're scoring goals they can take positives from that as well um, Borden they'll just be happy to go through wouldn't they yeah uh, in the Burt Holloway Trophy hey Burt Bexy Hawks Bexy Sharks we need to call them 2-1 winners against Burridge Blues yesterday um, Bexy Hawks looking like a very good team they've progressed and improved every single year uh, and that is a brilliant win against Burridge Blues in the Cup as we always say 
um, they love the cups. So they're, they're, that's a great scout for Bexley Hawks. I think John Amara got a volley yesterday, actually. He said in the top corner on a side foot on his, uh, his, um, his return back to Burridge. <laughs> <laughs> so he made, it, made a point of that one. But yeah. um, I heard a little bit about the game. Um, it sounds like Burridge had a lot of possession um, from what I heard. But again, Hawks defended well. Um, we know that they can defend. They're a good efficient side, aren't they? Well done to Bexley Hawks, the favourites for Division 2 and obviously standout favourites for the Burt Holloway Trophy now as well. Well done to Bexley Hawks, no pressure. Prem for them, definitely. <laughs> uh, in the Mike Strong Memorial Cup, uh, the Selk um, sponsored cup, uh, ourselves and Nick Pitt, uh, in memory of Mike Strong, sponsor this cup. Uh, Bexley Village Vets, nil. Lesser FXI for that. Lesser FXI turned up this week. They definitely did. Woo! And that would what a been, result for them. And that would have been a welcomed win. Yeah. You scared the shit out of me then again. <laughs> uh, lesser <laughs> FXI uh, with a 4-0 win against an informed Bexley Village Vets. Um, so that uh, is a great result for them. They march on to the next round of the Mike Strong Cup. Mike Strong Memorial Cup. Well done, gents. Uh, in the Westford Shield, Chimera Reserve 7, Las Cabras nil. 3-0 at half time it didn't really improve much more for Las, Las Cabras they scored one but conceded four yeah that was on the tough pitch day. before us um, I'll be honest I think it could be a long season for Cabras I think even their manager said to him after like look if you play like that it's basically going to be a long season because from what I saw without putting them down I know we all enjoy Sunday football but they just seem to have any any shape it was just like I think um, Chimera were just kind of going through them at will if I'm honest um, from what we saw and that's no disrespect it's just an opinion from what we saw um, so I think they're going to have to pick up but um, Chimera were well chuffed they stood there and watched our game after with a pint as well a little group of them you know that's as good it, as you do so it's what it's all about and uh, yeah I'm, I'm happy for Chimera reserves yeah uh, uh, sad for Las Cabras it's going to oh, Cabras sorry it's going to be a tough year for them I think they're a bunch of mates that like to play football for the excuse of having a drink with each other as well but uh, yeah, that's a tough defeat, but well done to Jamera Reserves. 7-1 winners in the Westford Shield. In the Jewish Shield, uh, Elton Rovers 3, Spring Hill United 1, Gibbs. Spring Hill United winning that Linnet, into winning the last into minutes the, of the game. Yeah, I think to about 70 minutes. Um, and then a, a decent shot and a decent save from out wide. Um, and then uh, I, I think he was a striker. I think he actually got a couple. Um, but he, he literally followed in about a yard out. And uh, I think that just... Um, not the stuffing out of Spring Hill and um, Elton Rovers just went on. They scored, I think they scored like three quick goals after that. I think well, the second one was definitely within the next like five, ten minutes and um, I think maybe a late one. But um, but 3-1 is a good result. Tough for Spring Hill United to take but a good account of themselves made against a strong side, a strong Westford side in uh, Elton Rovers, uh, Spring Hill United Blues. The, the lower placed team in there. So again, a good account of themselves made and showing the quality uh, lower down um, the Westford Pyramid, um, so well done, Spring Hill. But the day belonged to Elton Rovers. Erif and Belvedere, their stuttering start continues in the Pete Smith Memorial Cup this week. They lose 2 1 to FC Fours of Greenwich. Yeah, Greenwich, FC Fours of Greenwich looking comfortable mm. uh, amongst senior uh, opposition. Um, they play in at Belvedere in a couple of weeks' time, which is going to be an excellent game. Uh, but Fours are doing a business over Erif and Belvedere, who haven't been quite as dominant as we were expecting them to be. No, I expected them to be uh, 
I'm not going to say it because we're playing on this week. So, I they're a good side and they can pull it out on their day. <laughs> so I'm not going to say anything about them. Fours are obviously a good side. Um, come on, leaps and bounds over the last 18 months. So I think uh, let's not do fours or any disservice. I'm sure. Um, yeah, I'm sure they've, they've. No, no, no. They they have grown and last season very unlucky to miss out um, on the title. It hasn't done them any harm they got promoted anyway uh, and yeah they're having a good season Era from Belvedere um, again they could beat anyone on their day I'm sure they've got the players too so um, why do you always bring out a politician the week before you're playing someone because <laughs> he could come back and bite <laughs> me on the arse that's why <laughs> it's all recorded uh, Plumsy Challenge Cup games back to Plumsy Challenge Cup uh, Footscray uh, Lions 1 Northern Eagles 2 uh, just that step in uh, divisions the difference yesterday uh, Northern Eagles have been in a really good form scoring goals uh, and to keep Footscray Lions to just the one goal against yesterday not many teams would do that this year that's no, a great result it shows you um, I think the calibre of each team because Northern Eagles have done def- well defensively there because Footscray score at will um, and Footscray have held their own against um, a senior side so it's I think both teams can come out of that with uh, with their heads held eye and a good old fashioned cup game 2-1 Northern Eagles have nicked this one but on another day you wouldn't be surprised if Footscray nicked it no. 2-1 so um, both teams are done well there Absolutely. Greenwich Hotshots lose 4-2 to Crayford Arrows in the Plumpsy Challenge Cup. A dominant display from higher placed team against uh, Greenwich Hotshots who haven't been at it this season yet. Their season hasn't really got going uh, midway through October. Uh, Crayford Arrows, a good side. Uh, that would have been a textbook win for them yesterday, I imagine. Uh, Junior Red Sports lose 3-0 to Rising Talents uh, after a quiet couple of weeks for the Rising Talents boys. 3-0 win for them. Uh, is the order of the day. Uh, Peckham Wright A, lose 5-1, Gibbs. I think they were 3-0 down in 15 minutes, if I'm honest. Oh, my God. Um, a penalty. Has he still got the job? Oh, I don't know, the board are bringing him in. The vote <laughs> of confidence must um, be on its way. Yeah, Falcon would have started off well, though. I think a little bit sharky, give it all the, we know we've lost players and we're not going to be um, the team we was last year. Started off really well, so it's a gauge of where they're at as well, to be fair. So True. Uh Peckham A though um, good win last week it's probably still riding high a little bit excited about that one uh, Steve didn't mention that in the predictions group I text. heard I heard are you, uh, are you hashtagging Steve out is that what you're saying <laughs> we can do it we can do it uh, Red Velvet against Push Athletic was a big game in the Plumstead Challenge Cup yesterday talking about form sides uh, not not many more in form than Red Velvet at the minute 5-0 winners against a decent Push Woo! Athletic 5-0 they are Five zip. No one wants to play Red Velvet. No. We didn't even mention them earlier when we we're talking about exactly, top Westford yeah. teams. Red Velvet belong in that. No com- disrespect, in that they deserve to be yeah, near yeah. the top of the pile. So, um, yeah, this the Westford Prem is stacked with good teams. To be honest, even the senior stacked with good teams that could all hold their own. So again, going back to that combo, I think that the, the league does deserve credit. You know, because in recent years, um, the league's probably been dominated by under the radar. Um, this season, there's a there's a number of teams that could win it. You wouldn't be surprised if any one of the teams won it because. No. They're all in with a good shout. And I, I know Red Velvet have started off like an house on fire, but I do think that over the course of the season, them teams will all beat each other. And um, it'll be very close up there this year. But I think so. they are just marching on. 5 0 against a good push side. Yeah. Well done to Spence and the lads there. Absolutely. Well done, chaps. Uh, uh, Sid Cup 1, Blackfen and Erif, Athletic 0. Starting to worry about Blackfen and Erif boys uh, setting up, sitting up there in the senior. Um, played three, lost three. They've they lost, lost in a cup. Yeah, as well. I mean against lower placed opposition in Sid Cup. Yeah, uh, Joe and the lads not starting their season well at all. And if you was, 
if you was a, a betting man, no disrespect to Sidcup, because they've started off really well, top of the league. I think they're five for five, didn't they? But you would have probably looked at that and thought, oh, Blackfin and here have probably nicked that one. Do you know what I mean? Um, so it's a, it's, a sh- it's a shock, but a very good win. And it shows you how far Sidcup have come as a club and what they're doing uh, really well. So congratulations to them. Um, I think Blackfin and here just need to regroup, don't they? See what's... Uh, Need to revisit on. the way they're playing, the way they shape up and all that stuff. Maybe go back to basics, take it all the way back and and see what they can do. Back to the drawing board for an established uh, West side at their level. Um, it'd be interesting to see uh, what they do. Uh, Southeast Athletic Maroon, four. Rosen Crown, two. That defeat to Peckham Wire absolutely knocked the stuffing out of Rosen Crown, killed their yeah. momentum. Uh, and now they're like a... They're with their tail between their legs, they don't know what to do. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. Do Damo they? out as well, Damo you know. Out. It's Damo out, isn't it? Should we get um, on the Twitter? Should we get um, a sack race going for Stephen Damo? Can we get a poll going out for this yeah, week? Yeah, we will. Four All managers. Right. First, Elliot out. Elliot out. Steve out. Steve out. Damo, Damo out. And we'll find someone else. Maybe maybe Joe at Blackfin and Eerie out. <laughs> no, because he. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. He, <laughs> they done a, he's, done, he's done a good job with them. Well, he, won't, he won't win the sack race then, will he? I'll pick, I'll pick another gaffer. Oh, boo. I'll pick another gaffer. We've done, that's poor from you. I'm trying to look, think through the managers who, who would, wouldn't get upset by us saying... Oh, it's out. only a bit of banter and fun, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? We can't, you can't sack anyone in Sunday League, can you? Sports King All-Stars in the Plumsy Challenge Cup played Bulldogs. Nice to see the OBDSFL teams allowed to play the Plumpton Challenge Cup games on a Sunday morning, I've got to say. Uh, after a two-all draw at full time, it was nil-nil at half time. So an excellent second half by the looks of it. Um, Sports King took the game on penalties. We can't six, see. 6-5 six, five on six, pens. 6-5 on pens, yeah. Went to the sudden death pens. Baltark so unlucky in a number of games this season against um, against OBDSFL uh, senior teams. Uh, Sports King through to I the think, next round. I think... If the draw goes the way it looks on um, full time at the minute, Sports King have got Avery Hill and um, SC Dons have got Mottingham Park Rangers, I believe. Yeah. If they both come through those ties, each other in the third round. Okay, that'll be a be nice a, game. Be a very good game. That'll be a good game. Uh, and sadly, uh, well, not sadly for them, Tudor Sports Rangers, given the walkover against the now folded um, uh, New Cross Rovers in the Jewish Shield, Gibbs. I'll see you on the other side for the predictions. See you soon, buddy. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So now for the predictions section or the games of the week section, as we now call it uh, on the Sunday League show. Uh, Southern Sunday first up in the games. Uh, four games this week as selected. By Sir Graham Rodber from the Southern Sunday again. Uh, first game of this week. Battersea Dogs after a good win this week. They take on Wimbledon Commoners who haven't um, started the season as they'd have wanted to uh, in League. Is this League One? This is League One, league isn't it? One. 
League One. Um, Wimbledon Commoners at the moment in League One, sitting bottom of the table. Uh, three games, three losses in the league. Minus five is their goal difference. Uh, Batsy Dogs have played five games. They've got three points on the board earned this week against Barking Mad. Uh, five games, four losses, one win. Minus 13, the goal difference for Batsy Dogs. Wimbledon Commoners' last few games have been a loss against Kudos, a loss against Brixton Town, and a loss against Bath Old Boys in the Marcus Lipton, uh, a, a loss against South London as well. Um, on their on their record, not a fantastic start for Wimbledon Commoners so far. Graham Batsy Dogs, their five their five games look like this: last out, a loss, uh, a win. Sorry to Barking Mad, a loss against Celeste, a loss against Parklife first in the Marcus Lipton, um, a loss to London Hibs, uh, and a loss to Brixton Town uh, on the first day of their season. They lost eight nil to South London. Both teams struggling, Graham. I can I see know. why you. What? I can see ah, why you put this on. What a lovely, lovely little game! I mean, who knows how this is going to go? You might as well just toss a coin, really. I mean, this is extraordinary, isn't it? It is extraordinary, and I'll tell you what. I'm. It's hard because Battersea Dogs, with although they've got the three points on the board, it doesn't mean too much. They're, they're leaking goals. Four goals a game conceded. Uh, Wimbledon Common is around three goals a game. So it's going to be both two teams shutting up shop. And that's going what I was just going to say. Battersea Dogs. Is, well, that's, what I, that's exactly when I was looking at this yesterday. That's exactly how I saw it. I just thought, well, I, I don't think really you can take into account the Battersea Dogs win really yesterday unless they're no. really full of confidence and they're absolutely buzzing for it. The number of goals conceded for Battersea would suggest then that commoners are going to score bundles of goals. And then when you look at commoners goal scoring record, the record suggests completely something else. So nil, nil, anyone? I, do you know what? I'm going to go for a big scoring goal game uh, here. And obviously we'll hear all the, 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 the guest predictors on the Sunday league. So extra later on in the week, I'm going to go for free two Wimbledon commoners. Ooh, to win I this thought one. you might go for a Desmond. No, I'm trying not to do that. There's not too many draws around. and, and that's No, just... but that's a game where actually you're looking at the goals scored and goals conceded, uh, struggling, defence is not on top. That's the, sort of, that's the sort of game that probably would come out as Desmond, wouldn't it? You usually criticise me for a Desmond and now you've shamed me for not no, giving No, I wouldn't one. have done in that situation, to be fair. <laughs> I, I think that would have been a, a sound prediction, personally. I'm back in the commoners. I'm still hanging on to last season's okay. exploits and think that there's still a team there. Uh, just a tough start for them. Uh, but I'm going to back the commoners to win 3-2. Good luck. 3-2 to the common people. Yeah. Uh, 23rd of October, these games to be played, by the way. The next next up is St. Andrews against Harbert Rovers. There you uh, go, St. Andrews. Are you listening? Are you listening? We're talking about you. We're talking about you. <laughs> uh, two teams at opposite ends of the table. It has to be said, St. Andrews with four league games uh, played uh, to Harbert Rovers one. Uh, but all wins for uh, St. Andrews. Uh, four wins, 15 goals scored, three against, uh, plus 12 for St. Andrews. Their games so far have looked like this. A 3-2 win against Harbert Rovers, sparring partners last season. Hampton Terriers, the opening game of their season. Uh, they then saw off Real Dundonald Dun Donald 4-1. Uh, they beat Norton 6-0. Then they beat the Virgins 7-2. Not quite a perfect result, but a good one nonetheless. And this week, they beat Putney Pacers 2-0. A tight game, the tightest game uh, of late for St. Andrews against Putney Pacers. Um, Harbert Rovers, their season. Uh, one game played in the league, uh, a minus two goal difference. A 4-2 defeat 
for Harbert Rovers are coming against Junction Elite seconds. Uh, no, the defeat was against Buble, sorry, a week last week in the league. Their last game was against Junction Elite seconds in the Marcus Lipton and they were booted out uh, at the first time of asking to Junction Elite seconds. Uh, other results in the season so far for Harbert, they've only played three games. Uh, it was a 4-2 win against West Norwood and that gave us a false hope, I think, Graham, because they have struggled this season. Yeah, I think when... When I looked at this division, when we were putting it to the or when I was putting it together, you're looking at teams potentially who are going to be up there or thereabouts who are going to be the contenders. And I would have expected going into the 23rd of October, St Andrews and Harbert to be up there or thereabouts. I'm really surprised at the golf indifference. I know Harbert have only played one game in the league and, and you, you might be right in terms of that result in the Chairman's Cup group stage that they got against West Norwood. It looks like it's a bit of a flash in the pan result and it's kind of really clouding their below average start to the season. And I, I'm really surprised after how well that they've done last year. Um, you know, we're talking again, going back to the two camps of teams done really, really well last year, won the championship, brilliant season, scoring lots of goals, and they've just fallen away massively. So I'm quite surprised already there is such a gulf between those two teams in the table. But, you know, we know that they've got the players, we know that they've got the capability, they've got the experience. Um, They could get a result, but how can you look against St Andrews at the moment in terms of the form that they're in? I mean, it's pretty emphatic and it's, it's blistering. They're just they're not necessarily blowing teams away, but they're beating teams convincingly. Let's put so, it like that. They're so consistent. They've yeah. been so consistent and that's all you can ask for. They, we didn't see much by way of uh, activity over the summer in, uh, on social media, uh, but they've just seemed to have picked up where they left off and they've, had, they've taken a massive jump up, seven, eight divisions from last season. Um, and they've just, there's been no let up. They've, they've just continued exactly where they, where they left off. Uh, I'd be mad to back against St. Andrews because I think the rest of the predictors uh, will back St. Andrews and rightly so. Um, Will it be a cricket score? I don't think so. Uh, But I think 3-1 to St. Andrews is me. um, Is me playing percentages to a certain extent, but they will will get a few goals, uh, Harbert Rovers. Um, We know from last season they can score goals. So hopefully uh, a return of some form for them uh, to make it a, a spectacle and a good game for whoever is refereeing that one this weekend and whoever partaking in the game. But you'd be a fool to back it, to back against uh, St Andrews in any game of football at the moment. I, I, I'd be very surprised if I listened to the predictors and anyone went with a Harbert win. Um, that's no mm. disrespect to Harbert. You just have to look at the form of the two teams. And yeah. if you were a betting man and you were going to do your accumulator on a Saturday afternoon, you know where you'd put your money. Absolutely. Uh, a really... Uh, but this is the Southern Sunday League. This is grassroots <laughs> football. It's 11 v 11. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Uh, it's not in the Marcus Lipton. So the, the upsets seem to happen there. Um, but yeah, an interesting game. Nonetheless, I'm going for 3-1 St. Andrews. Tune in to the Sunday League. So extra to hear where our other predictors go uh, with their predictors. Good luck to both teams. That will be uh, as potential to be an excellent game. Um, the next one, third out of our four games this week, Old Ruts taking on Bruce Battersea. Um, League nine game this one, first taking on second or second taking on first. 
Uh, oh no, it's not third. It's third against third. first. I've got mixed up between Brixton Stain and Old Ruts there for a minute. Old Ruts are third in the table, but nonetheless, a flawless start to the season for Old Ruts. Uh, three wins from three, uh, eight conceded, five, uh, eight scored, five conceded. That's going to be in my mind when I'm predicting this one. Yep. Not scored a few, but they they're definitely leaking. They're scoring three a game, conceding two a game on average. Um, nine points from the season so far for Old Ruts. They've played four games. Uh, that involves a win against Tynan Thames, uh, a loss against Rosendale first in the Marcus Lipton. No upset there. Uh, a win against Brixestain and a win against Venezia Dons. Old Ruts definitely uh, getting wins against the top teams in the division. Tynan Thames perhaps uh, a team we may not have expected to be at the top of the table, but they're beating the teams we expect to be around them uh, come the end of the season. Uh, Bruce Battersea have played a hell of a lot more football. Uh, this is their seventh game of the season. Now, their season so far wins against Junction League fifths, expected wins against Junction League fifths, and Kudos seconds, uh, it has to be said. 7-4, uh, they won against Kudos. Uh, the 8-0 win against Old Freemans, uh, followed by a 1-0 loss against Brixestain. Bruce Battersea not beating the teams around them in title chases. Is that going to happen again this, this week, Graham? 7-0 winners against Larkhall and 7-0 winners against Old Freemans. That's 15 goals they've scored against the Old Freemans uh, in all competitions. Uh, as I said there, Graham, Bruce Battersea's downfall last year was not getting results against the likes of Deportivo, uh, the Virgins, even Venezia Dons, they didn't get those results against the team, which meant which meant they missed out on that promotion. Uh, they were the best of the rest, it seems, last year. But this year, they've got the bit between their teeth. Only one loss in five. Are they going to get a result this week? Interesting, isn't it? Um, so other than that, Brick Sustain, it's actually three clean sheets in that last four games as well, just to throw that in. Yeah. Uh, I really, really, really like the look of this fixture. Yeah, I have this to say, good. this has got pure football written all over it with a top referee on the game as well. So really um, looking forward to that one. Should be end-to-end, lots of advantages, lots of free play. I think we're going to see goals in this one. I, d- I don't see clean sheets being... Uh, top top referee? Yeah. You can't give yourself a write-up yeah. like that. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Who put out on social media yesterday? Excellent refereeing from Mr. R yesterday. Someone put out on social media. Excellent refereeing. I thought, bloody hell, quick, snapshot that and retweet that. I'm going to dine out on that one for a week. Blimey. Um, no, I, I can't wait. I think this is a I think this is a top, top, top game between two sides that are really in good form. They're scoring goals. It's going to be total football. It's going to be on a decent pitch. Really nice lads good way about them. It's got all the ingredients there, all the ingredients for a total football game. I can't wait. It doesn't make it any easier to predict. So thank no, you. No, I mean, that. I do like to make it, I, I, I told you, I'm studying these a little bit more now just to make it even harder for you all. And it Very seems nice to be going quite well because you're not doing great, are you, in your predictions, all of you? Uh, actually, last last Sunday, if you look at the predictions, you didn't uh, do too bad. I think you've own... probably got more in the Southern Sunday than the other leagues, I think. But yeah. that's just a flash in the pan. You know, we're, we're five <laughs> or six weeks in here. You're not, you're not doing great, let's be honest. No, no, not overall, of course not. But there's only five <laughs> There's only five reds there amongst the the, the selection of um, ones and threes that were scored in the leagues. Not bad, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm letting myself get distracted by 
uh, chit chat. We're ramping it up though this week. We are ramping it up. It is. It is. Other than the St Andrews Harbour one that you've just talked about, you know, you can understand pretty much where everyone's going to go with that. The other, the other few are um, going to be quite difficult, I think, to predict. I think people are going to be blinded by Borussia Battis' goals um, over will. the last few games uh, and will overlook old ruts, I think. But that means, you know, Borussia Battis, they're my pick for League Nine. Can I back against them? <laughs> I'm going to back against Borussia Battersea. I'm going to go for old ruts to win this one 2-1. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Off I just sense. think when they, when they do play teams around them, uh, Borussia Battersea at the top of the table, um, they don't they they don't get the result very often. And Old Ruts are in a good run of form. Um, they've played top sides as well in so far uh, in the uh, league. So you think they might be Old Ruts might be a bit more ready for the big game? They're just they're, they're just more conditioned, don't they? Other than Tyne and Thames at the beginning of the season, but I don't think we can look at games that happened in September like they count now, if you know what I mean, in any type of form. But um, Brixton Stain and Venezia Dons will definitely be amongst the, the top of the table. And they've had uh, good results uh, against both teams. So that's the that's the thing that's in my mind. And yeah, 2-1 to Old Ruts uh, for me against Borussia Battersea. Happy to be proven wrong uh, though by the Battersea boys. And remember, I've backed them as my League Nine winners this Do year. Do you like the look of this one? Very good game. Very good game. Only one thing can spoil it, though. Yours truly. <laughs> <laughs> no. A good referee uh, will certainly enhance this game of football, and I'm sure you're the right man for the job. Last but not least, the fourth game of four Exonians uh, following up from their brilliant match report. Thanks again for that one, chaps. They take on uh, Broomwood, an all-League 10 uh, fixture. Broomwood sitting top of uh, League 10, the best division in the Southern Sunday. Don't forget the grassroots <laughs> League 10. Three uh, wins. The best from... division and the best cup. I know it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I wonder why you think that. Three <laughs> uh, wins from three for Broomwood. They have a plus 15 goal difference, uh, a plus 15 four column and a three against the averaging 5-1 wins uh, every game this season, season in the league so far. Um, Exonians, three games for them. Uh, one win, two draws. Uh, eight scored and seven against in the seven in the three games. Five points for them. Uh, Broomwood's season so far. We know they're experts in the Marcus Lipton knocking out uh, Wandsworth Warriors in the league. It's been uh, a comfortable um, experience for them overall. Six nil winners against Rosendale Sports Reserves. Don't forget an improved Rosendale Sports Reserve. So that's a good win for them. A three one win against Wandsworth Warriors in the Marcus Lipton. Uh, a two one win against Inform. At the time, International to Football Clapham, they were on the back of two good wins uh, before they met Broomwood and they got the win. This week, a, con- a comfortable 7-2 win against Junction Elite under-23. They themselves a fourth in the league, uh, not disgracing themselves at all. Exonian season so far, uh, they've played a fair bit of football. Uh, four, five, four winners on the opening day of the season against Old Suttonians. Uh, then they beat Q and Tiga in the Chairman's Cup 2-0. An eye-catching win, that one, Graham, I have to say. Uh, that was followed by a 4-2 win on penalties against Sporting Wep. Uh, one all in 90 minutes. Uh, a 2 all draw against Dynamo London was next in tribute to the man himself. And this week, 
um, a one-all draw against Club International Football Clapham. So that's three draws in 90 minutes uh, for the Exonians in the last three games, Graham. This is going to be tight. The only two unbeaten teams left in that division as well, going head-to-head. Yeah. Uh, It's on the line. It's it's a tough one to call this. Broomwood, we know in good form. As I said, their average goal scoring is 5-1 wins per game. Uh, but Exonians are obviously a stubborn outfit. One all, um, the amount of draws that they've got is sticking in the mind, I have to say. Good wins against higher-placed teams as well. Yep, they've done very, very well. I think this is a great game as well. A really good game. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to go 3-1 to Broomwood on this one. Okay. I think Broomwood look a real good team, a good young team. Uh, Exonians clearly... Um, a good club. Uh, you can tell by the way they uh, present themselves on social media uh, and that match report, clearly um, some nice guys there that give a, that really care about their club. Um, that doesn't mean they're going to win a game of football. Though. Broomwood, just in a real good moment for their club, Graham, and I can see them winning 3-1. Yeah, I can see where you're going with that. Scored a lot of goals, a lot of goals. Um, Exonians, though. If they're not going to win, they're not going to lose. You know, they do seem to be taking the, they seem to be a draw specialists in that division. Um, so, you know, m- maybe they go into the game and they take a point out of it. But uh, if you're, if you're Broomwood, you're going to be looking at res- uh, teams like Exonians who are taking points off of other teams and you need to make sure you're not one of them teams and that you need yep. to go and get three points. So um, this will be an interesting test, I think, of the Broomwood um, promotion or title credentials. Absolutely. Uh, and good luck to both teams on that one. Uh, let's have a quick scan through the rest of the fixtures for uh, Sunday, the 23rd of October. Sorry if we don't read your game out, but we're just going to pick out some some of the uh, some of the games that catch well, my eye. Uh, Putney play Clapham Rovers. This is a team, two teams fighting it out for the title last season. A slight change in, in uh, form uh, this year. Uh, so that should be a real good game. Southwest Rangers against Westminster's first team. Uh, looks a real good one as well. Westminster, a different outfit this year, and Southwest Rangers will look to get back to uh, winning ways quickly. Uh, Sporting Continental against Lazio puts the two championship boys now playing their football in the Prem together. Both teams losing this weekend. Uh, Albion, Bath, Old Boys, United is a really good game. Uh, Park Carpet, South London Giants, another good game. We could read every single game out here. Junk Sleep first, yeah. take on Wheat Sheaf. Ravens first, Cosmos is brilliant. We've talked about the Batsy Dogs, uh, Wimbledon Commoners game. Hampton Terriers against Putney Pacers is an excellent game. Putney Pacers pushing St Andrews all the way this weekend. Hampton Terriers, the team, the form team really to come out of Division of League Three this season, uh, taking uh, Harbert Rovers head of steam with the Merton against Ribblesdale Rovers, a potential banana skin for the Merton boys, that one. Uh, that's a tough game. Uh, London Northcote play against AFC Bluebirds. Draw specialists, the Bluebirds. London Northcote will be looking at that one as winnable. ACT Arantes against Sheen Park Rangers. Absolutely gutting to miss that one out on the games of the week. There must have been the fifth one on the list. Well, you missed out one just before that in League Six, Putney against South City. The two teams that came up from League Seven last year is going to be a great game. I considered that one as well, but that just missed out, as did the Arantes Sheen Park just missed out as well. 
And Rosendale Sports first against Mundial. Know, what a week. Well. I know, I know. <laughs> what I wanted to try and do, though, was try and make it as difficult for you as possible. And I think with the with the three that I've chucked in, I wanted to give a bit of a focus on Harbert in terms of looking at the comparison about last year kind of to this year. Battersea Dogs, we've not really done too much of a feature on, have we, over the last no. couple of years? No. And then I wanted to put a bit of a focus into this sort of ninth and tenth division. So uh, we'll see that there's always reverse fixtures when they come around. Yeah. So, and actually, when the reverse fixtures come around, I think they'll mean more at that point in the season. So um, keeping stuff, don't don't put out everything too early. You know, you know, you've got to you've got to not show your not show your hand uh, too early, Andrew. Fair enough. Fair enough. Dara Reserves taking on Deportivo La Coruña. Now, that could be a tough game for Dara Reserves. Uh, we've spoken about Old Ruts and Borussia Battersea. Uh, in League 10, uh, Club International, the football Clapham, taking a Wanderers, Wanderers, Wanderers must bounce back from disappointing loss this weekend to Renegades. Uh, Club International, the football Clapham, need to start getting some wins back yep. on the board. Uh, a crunch tie uh, at the uh, wrong end of League 10. Uh, Rosendale Sports Reserves taking on Renegades. That's one that both teams will be that looking at. That was close at. to going in as well, I have to say. And South London Peak. Especially Jumpy. after the Renegades win yesterday. It was similar to the Battersea Dogs. That was that was probably on a level with that one, and it was one or the other, but we've not really covered Battersea Dogs, so I threw that one in instead. Fair enough. Uh, in the Chairman's Cup, uh, West Nord against QNTiga. Uh, a good game there. Argentina, Venezia Dons is an eye-catching game now. Uh, Venezia Dons winning all sorts of plaudits for their that video of that thunderbolt that they scored uh, recently, uh, Argentina, stiff opposition though. Uh, and this must be one of the last games in the Marcus Lipton Cup, Junction Elite Fourths taking on Lark Hall City. Both teams looking to win that, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you're right. Very good. I think you've read my bulletin last night. So there's only two first round matches left. It's that one and then the Peckham Cosmos Painters Community match. So uh, other than that, it'll be round two matches from the 30th onwards. Thank you. And what are your games this weekend? Have you just got the one? Just the one this weekend is going to be enough. It's at midday, so enough so I can have a little bit of a lay-in, but enough so that um, my whole afternoon isn't taken away. So uh, I'll be down at Old Ruts's ground down at Morden for Old Ruts against Borussia Battersea at 12 o'clock. So really looking forward to it. All the best, mate, and I'll speak to you next week. Much appreciated, buddy. Have a good week yourself. So back with Roger and the predictions or the games of the week for the Croydon Municipal chosen by Roger. Uh, four games as per usual. Let's have a look at the games, Roger. Um, last week, you didn't do too well with the Croydon Municipal uh, results. Uh, you actually managed to score... Uh, Four points. Oh, you got four points. You did do well last year, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I've got, I've got the I've got the uh, Sanders said Croydon results bang on. Yep. And I said a draw for. Yeah, you did. You did really well last week. I'm talking rubbish. I got no points in the Croydon Municipal last week. Uh, yeah, you got. You did well. You got the Sanders said one bang on, and you just a goal too much each either side. Um, See, so you, you should always back a Desmond if you fancy a draw. Uh, no, I didn't want to. I didn't want to keep repeating myself though with the draw. So <laughs> I just thought I'd change it up a bit. Right, so I know, I know it's the future now. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, the first game: London Warriors against your own Saha Eleven. Not shying away yeah, from, from no. looking from looking into your season so far. London Warriors uh, sit seventh in the Michael Donovan Premier. Uh, Saha 
sit bottom, it has to be said. Saha yep. um, only played two league games so far this season. London yep. Warriors have played four. Just one draw for London Warriors uh, and three losses. Uh, mm-hmm. No wins for Saha. Minus six goal difference for London Warriors. Uh, minus five for Saha uh, in the league. London Warriors fixtures as they're the home team. Their results so far this season, a 2-1 loss to Bosjam, a 5-1 loss to Selzen Town. Uh, a nil-nil draw, a very credible draw against um, Quedon JFC, given it was a 12.30 kickoff as well. Um, Albo beaten 5-2 in the cup and um, Cobbs won last weekend uh, against them 4-3. Uh, they're scoring some goals, Rog, um, yep. but uh, it's, the, it's the other end they're struggling. Saha, 11 seasons so far, um, a loss to Spartans 4-3 uh, at the beginning of their season. 11-0 in the uh, County Cup against Mundial A. Uh, Selsden won 5-1. And then a 3-1 win against um, South London Wales in the League Challenge Cup. The the glimmering light of hope yep. that's in, in your season so far, Rog. This is the first league game that perhaps uh, you're playing that you feel you're the favourites in, potentially against London Warriors, given last looking at last season overall for both teams. Um, you've had two tough league games so far against Spartans and Selzen that perhaps we think will be there or thereabouts at the end of the season at the top yep. end. What's your what's your thoughts going into this one? I'll let you uh, do the bulk of the analysis. Oh dear. Um, yeah, I think you know. I, we, I think a bit of tough game. You know, we played them in a double header last season, um, and we won both games. Just. Um, They've started the season. You know, they've had some tricky results. That 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 standout result is the draw against Croydon JFC. So we know they've got it in them um, to, to 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 pull out pull out a good, good you know a good good result. Mm. Um, for us, um, the, after the first few weeks of the season, we struggled for numbers. Um, the last game out against Royals, we, we managed to get a, a, a squad out, not just the team, a squad out, uh, and we got the result. So. I'm hoping that we can get a decent squad out this week. Um, if we do, then I'm quietly confident um, of, of getting the result that, that we need. Um, but yeah, I, it, yeah, I think it'll be a tricky game for us. That's for sure. What do you reckon? What's the score going to uh, be? I'm going to say with the, um, we're struggling for goals. Um, I think we'll get the job done. I'm going to say a, I'm going to say 3-1. 3-1 to Saha, 11. Bold. Bold is the only word I can use for that prediction. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you, if you can't back yourself, you can't back anybody. So uh, well done for that. Uh, my prediction, I'm going to back Saha as well, but I think 2-1. I think this is going to be tighter than that. The yeah. 2-1 is my prediction. Uh, don't let us down this week, Rog. Try not to. Game two. Game two. <laughs> <laughs> Game two, uh, Albo United didn't play this week because of admin uh, issues. Hopefully that's all back and on the straight and narrow. Now they play Addington United. Uh, this is another tight. This is another tight game uh, at the at the wrong end of the table. Addington uh, are ni- are eighth in the table. Albo tenth. They're the home team. Albo. So let's talk about their season so far. First four league games played minus three. Two of those league games, though, Rog, have been awarded as walkovers. That's why their goal difference is potentially uh, a bit healthier than than we thought. Their first game of the season was a 7-6 loss to Surrey Park Rangers. 
Then they lost a walkover against Shirley. Then they lost 2-0 against Woodside. Uh, a good win for Woodside, that one. And they lost, they won 5-2, sorry, against London Warriors in the Cup. And last weekend, they lost uh, a walkover to Gold Coaching, who have won all four of their games anyway. So it would have been a tough game for Albo, this Albo, as we speak. Addington United so far their season involved one win and two losses, a minus two goal difference for them. Uh, promoted from Division 3. They were runners-up last season, don't forget. Their season so far has been a loss to Santola 4-1, uh, a loss to Santola 1-0, um, a great win against South Sea Wanderers 4-2, just reminding everyone that they're, they're, they're not here to make up the numbers. They're, they're a good side on their day. Uh, KFC were beaten 5-3 the week after that, uh, and this weekend in the County Cup, uh, Orpington and Bromley opposition, LSU, Lions, Rez, beat them 3-2. Um, but Addington United off to um, a fair start considering they were a promoted team uh, this season. Rog, it's going to be um, a good game, this one. It's very hard to call. Um, yeah, I know. It's, with Albo, we've been not playing that many games. Um, it's a tough one to call. Um, uh, I think Addington will raise their game again, as they did against South Sea Wanderers. Um Oh, it's got a feeling now, but I might do it though. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say, uh, f- I'm gonna say five three to Albo. It's not stupid at all. That is not stupid at all. I'm back in Addington to win. Uh, just more football, more minutes in the legs. Uh, it hasn't been so stop, stop and start for them. Even with losses this week, minutes in the tank uh, are important. I'm gonna back Addington to win three one. That's my prediction. Good luck to both teams. And I hope Albo's um, issues are behind them now and they can just get back to playing football and not worrying about anything else. Um, The third game, PSG reserves against Gold Coaching. This is a Division 1 game. Uh, Two teams at the other end of the table in Division 1. PSG are the home team. They sit fourth uh, in the division. Um, They've played four games, two wins and two losses. Um, we expect a bit of a stuttering start from them, but they have had some eye-catching wins. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, goal coaching start has been flawless. Four mm-hmm. games, four wins, plus nine goal difference, uh, 12 points. They're enjoying themselves. PSG season so far. Um, they lost 4-1 on their opening day of the season against established side Woodside at this level, don't forget. Uh, they then beat Kaizen 6-0. They then beat Shirley 6-0. They then got... They then awarded uh, Croydon JFC a walkover in the cup, which was disappointing to see. Uh, and this weekend, brought firmly back to earth uh, with a 4-1 defeat by South Sea Wanderers. Rog, what I'm keen to see is, is, is this PSG reserves team a top team with the wins that we've seen? Or are they just going to beat the teams that perhaps are going to be mid-table uh, and below? That's what we're interested in seeing from them uh, in this game. Uh, goal coaching... Their game so far this season, they won 7-0 against Dynamo Duppers. Uh, that's, I have to take that win with a pinch of salt now. We've seen how Dynamo Duppers have struggled so far this season. They did beat Surrey Park Rangers 2-1, though, the week after that. Then they beat Dynamo Duppers 4-3 in the league. And this week, they were awarded the win against Albo. Rog, going back to my uh, analysis of P- uh, PSG reserves, um, are they going to be a team that... that as the lower placed opposition and loses to the top team, meaning that they're probably going to miss out uh, on promotion or 
do we think there's, there's this is a bit closer than the table would suggest? Uh, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I do think PSG are going to be one of them sides that one week will blow a team away, and then the next week will be just below average um, mm. and get beaten themselves. So <sighs> tough one. I mean, we've been we've been we've been praising goal coaching for the start, but they've played two of their games have been against Duppers, who have been rubbish this season. Mm. Um, and um, you know they beat South Park Rangers, which was a good result, and they've had one win awarded. So, is their season all what it seems so far? I don't know. Um, I'm going to have to go with a goal coaching win. Okay. Uh, although I can see it going the other way, if I'm honest. Um, I'm going to say three-two goal coaching. Three-two goal coaching. I'm not going to back against PSG reserves for the simple fact that the Silk logo is. Is, is on their sleeve. I can't back against them. Uh, I think, like you say, goal coaching, not pretend, not in a false position, but no. when you dig a bit deeper into the, the games they've played, uh, PS, uh, Surrey Park Rangers uh, is the standout win. 2-1 against them, seeing what happened yesterday against Spartans. Clearly, Surrey Park Rangers are a good side. So that's a credible win uh, for goal coaching. But the rest of it, having a game awarded, and Dynamo Duppers couldn't win. I mean, they they beat themselves. They they'd lose to themselves if they played. Um, it's tough. Um, yeah. yeah, goal yeah. coaching definitely uh, not in a false position, but they've had a favourable run so far this season. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to back. I'm going to back PSG to win this four-one. Uh, Go for a big PSG win. Now, even with the defeat yesterday um, for PSG, I think. Uh, South Sea Wanderers, we know on their day they're they're going to be they're the best team in that division uh, on yep. their day. Uh, so we could take that with a pinch of salt that loss yesterday. But PSG with a bit with the bit between their teeth uh, will go and do the business against Gold Coaching. Um, but that will be a really really good game. Good luck to both teams in that one. Last but not least, mm. um, eye catching win yep. after eye catching win from the South London Union chaps. Uh, really starting to engage with the podcast on social media now as well, which is really nice to see. Um, lots of teams from the Quadra Municipal do that, but uh, Union uh, really this season uh, have started that. Uh, I started a lot of that and, and we like that uh, from them. South London Royals, obviously uh, our own Amari uh, Taylor, part of the South London Royals uh, squad. Uh, so interest all over the place for us on the podcast in this game. Uh, South London Union, their season so far has been good for them. Uh, they currently sit um, sixth in the table, two wins from two games. Uh, these tables haven't really equaled themselves out yet. Uh, South London Royals currently second in the division. Um, after three games, they've won two uh, and drawn one, a plus seven goal difference for South London Royals uh, and plus three for South London Union as they're the home team. Let's have a look at um, their games first. Savaline Union won against goal coaching reserves uh, twice this season so far. So again, take this, perhaps this position, their position um, with a pinch of salt. They won 2-1 against goal coaching reserves. They won 3-1 against them in the cup. In their other league games, they beat Quirden United 4-2. Uh, and in the County Cup, they beat Fulton Heath Rangers 6-0. A very dominant win for them in which they were 5-0 up 
at half time. Uh, that's them in a real good funk. I know they've beaten teams, perhaps they, you would expect them to, in gold coaching reserves and even Quid and United. Um, but that win this week against Fortinith Rangers cannot be um, overlooked at all, Rog. It was a brilliant win. Um, they play South London Royals. Their game so far this season, a 3-0 win against Huxley Guards, who had a brilliant win themselves this season. A 4 all draw against Sandersted, which I think they would be disappointed uh, about that yeah. result. They beat FC 25-5-1, um, which we didn't think FC 25 had much about them. But since then, they've gone on a really good run. Uh, yeah. They then lost 3-1 to Sahar 11 in the League Challenge Cup. Yeah. Um, week before last, uh, a Prem team, obviously against the Div 2 team. We put the Prem team as favourites all day long, uh, but they mm-hmm. were 1-0 up at half-time, uh, a 3-0 beating in the second half. Sahara 11 showing uh, maybe a little bit of extra class in the game. Mm-hmm. This isn't an easy one to call, though, is it? No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not, no. Um, I've been having an hour on about this since I chose it. Uh, so, yeah, tough. I'm going to let you go first. I'm, I'm see okay. Here where you go. Cheers. I'm going to go South London Royals on this one, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be a huge win on this mm-hmm. one, but I will back them. As I say, South London Union, credit where credit's due. Um, they've had a fantastic start to the season. It couldn't it couldn't have been any better, in fact, for them. As, and, or they've done what they can do. They've only beaten the teams that were put in front of them. But South London Royals just have, I think they'll just have that little bit extra over over Union this weekend. They're only one point better off yep. in, the, in the league table. So there's nothing between them. But I think South London Royals are going to win this. I'm going to go 3-1. 3-1. Okay. Um, uh, I don't want to sit on the fence. It won't I'm be a gonna... draw. I don't think this will be a draw. No, I don't think. No, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with South London Union. I okay. think they're in a good space. I think I think they're uh, they they're winning, but I think their results are picking up at the same time. Um, I think that six nil win uh, Sunday just gone is gonna give is gonna give them a, a whole world of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think they I think they'll they'll win this week, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two one to the Union. Two one, tight win predicted by Ooh. our Quad Municipal Specialist Roger. Let's us let's have a look. I think we've we've gone against each other all by the all by your game. We've we've oh. split on that one. Yeah, well, you've gone for Albo. I've gone for Addington. You've gone for Gold Coaching. I've gone for PSG. You've gone for South London Union. I've gone for South London Royals. So this is a real big week for us on the predictions. We'll see how we get on. Uh, the fixtures for the Quarter Municipal uh, this coming week. It's the 23rd of October. We're nearly in November already. Pick of the games. Uh, we've spoken about London Warriors and Saha. We've spoken about Albo and Addington. We've spoken about PSG reserves and gold coaching. Some other good games around the leagues. Uh, Quirden United uh, against Addiscombe Corinthians. Both teams looking to win that one. Similarly, uh, with gold coaching seconds, a real against Fulton Heath Rangers, a real opportunity for Fulton Heath to put these bad couple of weeks behind them. Uh, with a team that they would expect to win. Uh, KFC are playing Sandersted uh, in Division 2. South London Union against South London Royals. 
the South London derby. Um, they playing it double. We've spoken about that one already. Uh, Huxley Guards taking on PSG. Uh, Pearly St. Germain, should I say, their first team. Uh, a London Sunday trophy game. Southwest Football Club uh, play Bosjam. I think Southwest are a... Um, they might, are they a Southern Sunday team? It sounds like it, but I'm, yeah, I would, I'm not too sure. SW. I think, they're, like, I think they are. I think they are. Uh, but Bosjam... Uh, in the Sunday Trophy, you'd think they'd be you think they'd be strong in that competition. So yep. they're flying the flag for the Quidditch Municipal uh, in the Surrey FA uh, Junior Cup. Shirley uh, take on Cage United. Uh, Dino Duppers take on Quidditch Town from the Met League. A tough, tough game that for uh, Dino Duppers. Quidditch Town are a good team in the Met yep. League. I'm surprised they're in that lower cup as well. Um, Hayden's Park plays Spartans. Uh, good luck to Russell and all the lads. Hopefully not too far a journey for you. Kaizen taking on Blacksmith Arms. Um, my team paid against yeah. uh, Woodside in the, <laughs> in the Surrey Cup. Good luck, Woodside. Uh, Old Calls and Eagles taking on Surrey Park Rangers. And Overtonians taking on Cobbs United. Uh, Rog, good luck with your game this Sunday. Thank you very uh, much. Must win in the, just psychologically for your players. You could pull... <laughs> London Warriors into that bottom position with a good result this weekend. Hope, hopefully, uh, everything going well. Uh, you bring the three points back to the podcast next week. Fingers crossed. All the best, mate. Thanks very much, Andrew. So now with Jamie and the OBD SFL Games of the Week for Sunday, the 23rd of October. Jamie... Um, just looking how we did last week. How did we do with our score? I've not looked. Uh, you got uh, one point last Whoa, week. Oh, smashing. Uh, what did I get? Uh, one. Two points. Oh, really wow. Classic. Really, 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 really good. We're so good. We're I thought so, we'd do a bit of this week. We're rightly placed to be commenting on mm-hmm. <laughs> on Sunday football. Right. Games of the week this week, chosen by Jamie and in his quest to get every team involved in the predictions, he's not doing a bad job. Game one this week is Spartans taking on Hatcham. Jamie, this is a senior game um, over at Croydon Sports Arena. A really good game. We've seen Spartans have some good results uh, in the cup against Saha, especially with nine men. Uh, they lost the week after, though, against Kenningwell, I think it was. Uh, obviously, two players not playing in the game that, that won against Saha. Um, this week, they play Hatcham. A different Hatcham, I think, in the senior division. I'm not sure uh, if the uh, Super League team are playing at the same time, but it's certainly a different look Hatcham uh, to the one we expect. What do you think on this one? I think it'll be a good game. Um, yeah, hence why it's in here. Uh, yeah, Spartans... Not really got going. I mean, that was a poor result against Kenningwell. Kind of, who who are sitting top in fairness to them. So um, maybe we give them a bit of a, a bit of leeway on that. Hatcham, yeah, we just, we don't know what we're going to get from them if we're going to yeah. get the the superstars for years years gone by, or if it's going to be just slightly weaker, more beatable side. Um, certainly from a, a Spartans perspective. So I think there's going to be goals in this one. I really do. Um, How many? Five. <laughs> Go on, three two to who? Hatchum. 
it's all predictable. <laughs> three two to Hatcham. Uh, I'm going to go three one to Spartans on this one. Actually, oh, um, you must know something. No, I, I don't. But Hatcham, when they they the games they've played in the OBDSFL, uh, they do have. They does seem they have two sides for the Super League and for this. So uh, I'm back in Spartans. Um, serious foul play. Is that one or two? Um, they game suspension. Do you know? Three, I think. Okay, maybe they're still low. Spartans still low on players, but I, I fancy them to do the business all the way over at Croydon uh, for the Hatcham boys. Uh, it might be uh, a tough day. Good luck to both teams. Though. That is a really, really good game uh, on Sunday uh, for the ABDSFL. The second game uh, and two good young upstarts, I want to call them, uh, playing each other in the Prem. West Wickham, uh, their trajectory has been up, up and up over recent years. Hacienda uh, made did the same journey. Uh, their their passage through the uh, divisions has happened and they found themselves in the Prem Division for second season in a row or third season? Second season? Yeah. Second or third season. Uh, Hacienda, uh, not off to an amazing start. Some, some eye-catching uh, results, but uh, the Prem Division does seem to be their level at the moment. West Wickham still finding their feet. This is their first season in the Prem Division. Uh, I'm going to go first with my predictions and back West Wickham to win 2-1. Ooh, close one. I think. <laughs> what do you think? On paper, for me, this is probably game of the day. Yeah, I think so. Um, I if think I so. was to go and watch a game, um, I would probably watch this one. But I can't. So, I'm not. Um, you've gone 2-1 West Wickham. I do think West Wickham will win at home, especially. Mm. Um, at the end, I just don't know. You still know what you're going to get. They could easily win this 4-0 or lose it 4-0. I'm going to go for West Wickham to win 3-1. I think they'll, they'll maybe just be too strong um, yeah, at home. And a couple of goals to the good. 3-1, West Wickham uh, going the same way this one. Uh, Kamazi, Mentivation, taking on uh, Royal Southwark. This is a first division, division one game in the OBD SFL. Uh, both teams hit and miss at times this season. Mentivation not really getting any sort of... Um, continuity or or momentum going at Royal Southwark a stuttering start as well it has to be said this is a good game to pick for games of the week because it is tough to call I'll let you lead the way yeah so I can't really say much about the Kamazi side obviously not seen um, much of them and they are obviously a new team Royal Southwark on the other hand we know very well um, but I've just been so is this this Royal Southwark team do we know them well we know they're a new team as well we know they've never been the same since that two-two draw when they lost the league. I'm not just saying that because it was us, but ever since then, because they went on a really bad run after that, and then last season they weren't great. So I don't really know what's going on there. Um, but they have got quality. They have got quality. Um, but so have Kamazi, good judge, judging by some of their results, they've managed to get. I know they lost heavily to Sydenham, who obviously are, we know are a strong side. So. I don't want to sit on the fence with this. I think it could be a draw, but I'm going to back Royal Southwark. I'm going to back Royal Southwark to win 4-2. 4-2. I can see a score draw in this one. I'm not going to go Desmond to, in tribute to the man himself. I'm going to go a bit more a bit more wild and frill. There you go. That's mm. a, crazy, a crazy one. Right. Last but not least, SMCA taking on Orpington Colts. Uh, 
both teams losing this weekend, I want to say. No, SMC won, I think. Oh, no, they lost in the Cup, didn't they? They lost in the Cup. Colts lost in the Cup to South London Spartans. Um, but a good game. This one, this one is in Division 4. So no Cup games. You've you've not picked... Oh, there's... No, they're County Cup games. Mm. There's uh, no Cup games uh, domestically. Um, yeah, a tough game to pick, this one. Um SMCA not been great. They seem to have a good season and a bad season and a good season again, but they didn't kick on with the good season just yet this season. Alperton Colts um, promoted from Division 5 with that pack of three teams uh, in Hazen Pickhurst, uh, Phoenix Sports 5, as they were called, and South London Spartans. They were a fourth team promoted. Um, they've earned that, but um, they're not really finding their feet in Division 4. Um, so they're having a tough year. <coughs> what do I think of this game? I'm going to back the Colts, actually, like the old days. I'm going to go for 2-1 to the Colts. What do you think, Jamie? I think, I was thinking it could, it, there's not going to be a lot of goals, I don't no. think. And I'm thinking either way. So you've gone the Colts. So I was probably slightly leaning towards SMCA. So I'm going to go for a 1-0 win for the SMCA boys. 1-0. Yeah. We never do. 1-0 to the SMCA. We never the, predict. Hear the crowd chatting it now. We never predict 1-0, so that's a good one. Right, let's have a quick scan through some of the fixtures. First up, my one on Sunday, and I must say I'm absolutely uh, ecstatic to have this fixture. Kenningwell against Bickley, uh, two teams that I like. Uh, I can't be accused of cheating because if I could, I would cheat for both teams on Sunday. So that works out well. Even better, it's down at Queen Mary's uh, at Chislehurst there. So a fantastic surface uh, for two fantastic teams. The people involved with both clubs, uh, absolutely brilliant for, for Sunday league football. Uh, what can you say? I can't say uh, enough. Lucky to have um, assistant referees with me on Sunday as well. So could it be the perfect Sunday? It will be for me. Good luck to both teams. And uh, thank you to Dave Muller, basically, for giving me this this game. I'm, I'm absolutely ecstatic. Uh, other games in uh, the OBDSFL, as we mentioned, Spartans, Hatcham is a good game. Blendon, uh, Farnborough Old Boys Reserves could be... Um, uh, <laughs> blood, blood guts and thunder and all sorts on Sunday that's a good game uh, PSG against LSC Giants another good game uh, we've spoken about West Wickham and Hacienda too uh, Lesser Albion try and get two wins on the bounce but they take on LSU Lions um, that's their first team uh, Sydney against Hayden Youth oh, that's a clash that's a clash as well that's a really good game oh, well, I did want to put that in but yeah. we had Hayden in last week so that's a really good game, that. Uh, Chislehurst, Manorwood, uh, Greenwich Mariners, Westrum, Jamie. Someone's all has got to go. Oh, <laughs> or we can just settle on a draw. No. Uh, you welcome Greenwich, uh, the Westrum boys up to uh, Greenwich Mariners, your home ground, your new home ground at, Cruf at Crofton Albion. Yep. Um, what's the game plan for Westrum? You know what good form they're in. You played them a couple of times last season. You know um, what type of team there are. Is it? Is it play your way or are you going to try and adapt to how you think they may play? Sunday league, it's always play our way. It's, you can, the certain games you can maybe try and tweak one or two things like we did for the Baker and Rovers game a few weeks ago, but we get one hour a week at training and we try and put some sort of identity on how we play. So there's no point in turning away from that just for the sake of one kind of, kind of perceptibly harder game on a Sunday. No, that's um, they're doing well. Doing very well, um, unbeaten so far, top of the league after winning their two league games. Um, some 
high scoring games as well so obviously we know they got goals in them um, but you know we got a good win yesterday with fully confidence we just we've played them twice before we have been 11 both times and lost by a goal so we can take kind of heart from that I know there's obviously they've got some new faces but yeah we go on mate we've nothing to lose just apart from three points but, um, <laughs> nah but and it's good to get our first home game obviously it'll be good to yeah, hopefully make that a fortress. So we're definitely looking to go off to a winning start, that's for sure. That's the way. Uh, Hayden Reserves taking on Ellis Athletic in Division 2 and Alpington against DC Football along with the Mariners game. A very good set of fixtures in Division 2. Ministry of Ball take on Woosh. Uh, Ministry of Ball looking to end Woosh United's good start to the season. Uh, Phoenix Sports 3 next up for Crayford Eagles. That'll be a very tough game for the Eagles that Phoenix Sports 3 knocked out, I think, on penalties uh, in the Cup. Weekend just gone, Crayford Eagles handily dispatched by a Metro Massive. That's a tough game for the Eagles. Uh, keep going, boys. Uh, LSU Lions reserves there. They play Phoenix Sports 4, who the team, don't forget, who scored 90 plus, 100 plus a goals. A million goals. A million goals last season. Uh, SMCA against Col- the Colts, as we've spoken about. Hazen Pickhurst reserves against Alpington reserves is a game both teams will be looking to win. Uh, I must say the impressive Kings, though. I know we talk them up and we've called them sharks and all that stuff before. I don't think they Have are. We? I don't think they are sharks, but they're definitely well organised and there'll be a great test for Green Street Green uh, over at Loring Hall on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, That's a good game. Sunday's game that. that is a good game. Shortland Spitfires take on Bromley Athletic and Western Wolves take on Hawksbrook Wanderers. Uh, in the London Sunday Trophy, let's give everyone a shout out. Blase Ballers take on Crayford Arrows. Um, I don't know if that's a Westford team or um, or a. If it's a Division Two team, that'll be a very good game. Yeah, that will be. It'll be a good game, whichever Crayford Arrows yeah, team is against. To be fair, uh, Burridge Blues after beating Bexley United take on Beckenham Rovers. That's a good game. Uh, Club Langley take on Duke of Clarence from the Met League. Uh, Crayford Arrows Westford. There we go. Confirmation. Take on Farnborough Old Boys first team in the Sunday Trophy. Uh, Elton Rovers take on Bexley United. Uh, Lit Cap don't take on uh, Glebe Manor. That uh, Lit Lit Cap have been uh, folded from the Met League. Uh, Putney Town take on Groundhoppers. Putney Town from the Southern Sunday taking on Groundhoppers from the OBDSFL. That's a good game. Rising Talents take on Long Lane from the OBDSFL. Good luck, lads. Westford against OBDSFL. Um, South London take on MSL. South West take on Bosdam. That is a tough, tough game for South West. I don't know. That's not South West from this league. Is it? Is that South West? Must be. Must be. I've got that wrong on another um, record, another part of the recording. Wilgar take on Honor Oak. Elmstead against Haywards. Uh, FC United of Bromley take on Clapham Common. Uh, and Lions United take on Metro Massive. Jamie, good luck with your game and I'll see you next week. Cheers. See ya. Last but not least, again, the Westfer Games of the Week, as chosen by our... Some absolute bangers this yeah, week, Yeah, some isn't good it? games again. Uh, nice that we're that you're mixing it up, should I say, Gibbs. I'll give you the credit for this. Mixing up the teams that have got in on these games. It's hard, like we said before, it's hard not to add your Metro Gases, your Red Velvets into Belvedere's because they are in absolutely top games every week, aren't they? So it's hard not to add them, but... 
you do need to um, at in, like look at other teams as well and how they're doing and games that they're in. And Forrester's Rosen Crown should be a cracker as well. It will do. Let's start with that one. Let's go our fourth game, Sorry, but let's yeah. start with that one. Uh, Rosen Crown on a bit of a losing streak. Demo out. They're Demo saying. out. Demo out. <laughs> they're saying. Forrester's uh, keep going from strength to strength and improving uh, week after week. L- winning plaudits along the way, Gibbs. This is a league game, Division 5 league game. Uh, you go. To, you go with this one first. What do you think? Oh, I mean, Rosen Crown. They lost this week. Four, was it four two? They lost seven one last week. Um, I don't know. You know, Foresters are playing really well. Um, at present, just you got to go on the form guy, didn't you? Yep. I think Foresters will nick it, but I think it'd be close. But I think three uh, two Foresters. Three two Foresters. The prediction for Gibbs. I'm going to back Foresters as well, just to wind. Demo up, give him something <laughs> to play in his um, changing room on Sunday. I'm going to back them to win 2 1. It's going to be a tight Ooh, game. 2 1. 1 P 2. 2 1. Not seen on screen, but thank you for shouting out to everyone. The, the next game Metrogas against Red Velvet. Oof, absolute barnstormer. This is a good game. This is a cup game, though. This is in the uh, Pete Smith Memorial Cup. Is we know it, Metro Gas take cups seriously. We've, they take we've cups seriously. We've learned that this week. They, we've learned that. Very, they take it very seriously. And they've taken on just as, t- just as tough an opposition in Red Velvet. Both teams uh, coming across from the ABDSFL not so long ago. Both stamped uh, and proved themselves to be uh, top Westford teams last season. Uh, Red Velvet with a league and cup to their name. Uh, Metro Gas with a league and a cup to their name. And they lost in in another final so metro gas and red velvet dripping in trophies uh, in westford last year they go head to head in the pete smith memorial cup this year where do we go on this one go on you go first on this one go on i'll go first i can see that i can see this one going the distance as well you know do you reckon yeah both i mean red velvet scoring goals for fun metro gas is it are they gonna have the same intensity back in Westford competitions uh, as they got themselves. They would have been absolutely going 110% this Sunday to get that, to, to, to come back four times against Desi Dons. Um, have they got that in them again against the tough... That's some team spirit though. Yeah, that really is. That's why you can't write them out. You can't write them off. But I'm going to go for a Desmond and this is going to go to penalties. Yeah. I was thinking along the same sort of lines, but... Yesterday probably might have took a lot out of Metro Gas. That's what I think. Um, a lot of their players are playing Saturday as well, maybe midweek as well. So it could just be a little, it might just be a little bit step too far. Um, I think Red Velvet 3-2. I'm going to go 3-2 again. Ooh. Oh, wrong game. Let's see, there we go. Backing against Metro Gas. Uh, Gibbs. Next, Erif and Belvedere taking on Peckham Rye. Um, this is a cup game. Obviously, you're not in the same it division. Is. This is the Jewish Shield, I believe. The Jewish Shield, the big cup, the biggest, the the FA Cup, shall we say, of of West Ham. I'm just trying to find it. Here from Belvedere, yep, Jewish so Shield. It's like, it's like Man United against Notts County or something. So <laughs> we're just um, well, the underdogs are. Uh, we're just we're just happy to be here. What do you think? I mean, what do you think of that result here from Belvedere this weekend? I, I take losing from it because. Sunday league, you don't know if they had players away, players on a stag do, players that are winning. 
you just don't know. So it's not like oh, you can you can know who's going to be there every week. So it might have been a bad day at the office room, and I have no doubt that they're going to show up Sunday, probably full squad, um, probably point to prove after losing last week, and probably want to make me eat my words. So. I am going to say... Obviously, I'm going to back my boys 100% all the time. I have to back them. Um, and we've got a lot of heart in our team, you know. We've got a good change room, good dressing room. What's not, the squad look? Are you saying you're down to the bare bones again? Mate, carrying a lot of injuries. <laughs> we had to do two emergency <laughs> signings yesterday. So, okay. um, I don't know how the squad's looking at the minute. I've not put a message out yet to see who's available. Um... The underdog spirit could get This you could be the underdog spirit. I might have to drop in a couple of the A-team lads the way it's looking at the minute. Um, yeah, I, I, I would obviously back us. I'll back Peckhamai 2-1. 2-1 Peckhamai. The prediction. Uh, I don't have any intention of getting points this week on that one. No, uh, knowing that you don't necessarily always tell the truth when you talk about your games. Uh, in case I drop Mr. Wheat Dog until, that is until, slander until, on my until good I, name until I drop uh, in case I drop some truths on the podcast out to the, the West <laughs> that is the truth he keeps me we in the dark we did two emergency signings yesterday you can check you can check full time oh, I'd, I'd believe that but he keeps me in the dark everybody about the, the, the just in case so I'm going to back Peckham right to win 3-1 oh hello yeah 3-1 <laughs> let's see what happens uh, another good game uh, and third and final game uh, of the predictions section on this week's show, Mildine playing in the Belvedere. Nah, I'll see, I'll, what much as I hate to say, because I really is. like Mildine and Glenn and the lads there, but I think there could be an upset here. You know, not it wouldn't even be an upset, really, would it? One one division difference. Yeah, would you class it as an upset? No, not really. I just think that going off of this week again, like I just said, I'm not backtracking on what I said. I know you can't take much of the previous Sunday because Mildine could have had players missing or players that just couldn't make it but Inter Belvedere just seems so efficient so reliable seem co- so consistent no no one in Westfar would want to play Inter no. Belvedere no one none of the teams would want to play them they're in such a good thing they're such a good place good momentum I like the lads at yeah, I know a few of them but I'm going to back Inter Belvedere on this one I apologise but I think 3-1 Inter Belvedere 3-1 big win uh, predicted it's a tough one because if Mildeen beat Inter Belvedere, then they get no credit because they're the higher placed team. So everyone thinks they'll get credit from they us should. because it's a good win if they beat Inter Belvedere. Uh, Inter Belvedere will be the favourites going into this. If, if Mildeen win that game outright in 90 minutes, I'll say it now, that'd be one of the results of the week. Yeah, unreal. Yeah, because they put a halt in Inter Belvedere's momentum at the minute. They're going to be full of confidence. Everyone's put, When you're winning like that week in, week out, everybody wants to play, everybody wants to be there. It's hard to stop that momentum. It really mm. is. Interesting. If Mildin win, it's a massive result. If Inter Belvedere, if Inter Belvedere beat Mildin and it's not a big score, they won't be on result of the week, will they? No, because you kind of expect it. Yeah. To an extent, that's no disrespect to anyone. So, if anything, it's a free swing for Mildin, and will that release? Will that relax them going into this game against a team they're not expected to get anything, even as the higher placed team? I don't know. I think it's going to be tight, but I will back Inter Belvedere two one. But don't expect, um, don't don't expect Mildin to roll over and let oh, definitely Inter not. Belvedere definitely. Uh, tickle their bellies. That won't happen. Uh, this is going to be everything you think it's going to be as a Sunday league game. Uh, I'll be interested to see who the who's the referee on this one. Do you know? Dean McDonald. Dean McDonald. So an experienced footballer. 
uh, is now a referee and he will be very busy, I imagine, on this one. On Sunday, it's going to be excellent. Good luck to everybody uh, playing their games in our games of the week. Let's run through um, the West for fixtures for this coming Sunday, the 23rd of October. A massive first game down on the 3G at Sporting Club Thamesmead. What a game this Phil's, is. Phil's not going to be able to have a slow start here because if he does, it could be game over. It'll be game over quickly. Baltark's due a win after some fantastic cup for performances. Uh, they have a 2-2, don't they? Yeah, this is going to be a really good game. Uh, Jam, go to Baltark's down at Sporting Club Thamesmead on that 3G. Uh, yeah, just go and stand on that balcony thing up there and watch that one if you can. Uh, Forza Greenwich clashed with uh, Eltham Lions, two teams who battled it out in Division 2 last season. That is an excellent game. Uh, Crocodile Abbey Mead, another fantastic game in Div 1. Uh, Advent Mighty Royals take on Division 2 favourites, Bexley Hawks this week. De- uh, Duchess of Ken, Adidas Athletic Gibbs, that's a good one. You'll keep your eye on that result in Division yeah, that 2. Yeah, that is a good game. A real good game. Uh, Elmstead Knights taking on Falconwood. Uh, Falconwood Sharks uh, in Division 2. Keep your eye out for them. Uh, some other good games. Avery Hill taking on Spring Hill United. What a good game. AFC Bexley looking to bounce back from defeat against Hartford this weekend against Beacons. Beacons get every bit of credit from us. A tough game following defeat this weekend to Falconwood for the Peckham A boys. They go to a wounded Eltham Lions reserves hot off a defeat by Highfield. Um, can Elton Lions Reserves get a winning one going? They haven't lost too many games in the last 15, 16 months. Um, so Peckham right A will be looking to uh, keep their losing streak going, the Elton <laughs> Lions boys. Uh, Phoenix, uh, Bexley Knights take on um, Springer United Blues in after a big win against Lewisham Tamils. Uh, Bexley Knights looking to keep their momentum uh, swinging the right way. Uh, and Sporting Greenwich play Chimera Reserves in the best division. The second best division. Bexley Village Vets play the Bosco. And Las Cabras take on Elton Palace. What a game that is. Both teams will be looking um, to do the business in that. In the London Sunday Trophy, let's give all the Westford teams a shout out. Burridge Blues uh, go against Beckenham Rovers in an excellent tie. Uh, Crayford Arrows from Westford take on Farnborough Firsts from the OBDSFL. Find themselves in the Sunday Trophy. Uh, they got to be uh, fancying themselves there, the Farmer boys. So it's an upset if Crayford Arrows get any change out of this one on Sunday. Uh, Elton Rovers play Bexley United from the OBD SFL. We like to see these games. Uh, Northern Eagles, good luck, chaps, in the Sunday Trophy. London Sunday Trophy, you played North East Lions. Uh, I don't know where they're from. That might be a, a, a decent away trip for the boys. Uh, Rising Talents play Long Lane from the OBD SFL. This will be a great game, that one. Uh, be obviously, we, we lost a Long Lane in the previous round, um, played the Rising Talents last year. I think this would be a really good game. A f- proper 50-50, very hard to call. Um, probably lots of goals in it as well. It will be a good game. Good luck to both teams in that one. But on this show, we wish, we wish the Rising Talents all the best. In the London Sunday Junior Cup, Intercross play sport in London from the uh, Southern Sunday. Uh, Lions United play Metro Massive. Um, Sellers. West What's that? They're not Westford. Who are? No one. Oh, Metro Massive are flipping OBDSFL. Why are they in this? Why aren't they no in idea. It's so confusing. The same so. as they're not. So, um, uh, Park Rangers there against Sellers Se- Sunday. Yeah, Sellers against Mottenham Park Rangers. Um, that's a real good game. Uh, Westminster Wanderers from the Southern Sunday played Danson Albion a nice away day for the Danson Albion boys they won't be scared of anyone at the moment they're playing good football EWD Eagles against Westminster Seconds 
Westminster seconds against EWD. Yep, lots of Westminster teams in the same cup. That's awkward. LSU Lions in the same cup as their uh, reserves in the Surrey Cup as well. So potential uh, for inter-club uh, games in county cups. I thought they tried to avoid that, but no, no, never mind. That's what I thought the rule was as well. Uh, a team called My Team Paid uh, take on Woodside. I don't know why both of those teams are in. I've no idea what this goes on in this massive, full time. Massive cock up with full time this season with all this. Uh, in the in the Clinton Lindhurst Elliott Memorial Cup, uh, Chris Elliott's dad uh, is in memorial for him. Uh, Chimera take on Highfield Rovers. That's a real good game. Uh, Eriff and Belvedere against Peckenry. We've talked about already. Hartford looking to put back to back wins together against a struggling uh, Fleet Down United. Uh, let's have a look for some other standout games. Uh, Metrogas against Redville we've talked about Royal Oak against JJ United can JJ do it this week I don't think this will be the week no. I think Royal Oak are too uh, efficient at the minute I think so too Sid Cup look to extend their winning uh, run against lesser FXI uh, Suffolk Dynamos they've got a trip up to Seller Sports Arena now that's their new home ground Suffolk Dynamos that's such a it's a slap in it for a 10 30 <laughs> kickoff. I was supposed to be there this weekend for Blase Ballers actually, and um, yeah, I didn't fancy that at all. Yeah, for a 10 30 kickoff now, that's where Southern Dynamos are playing their game, Seller Sports Arena. You could get halfway down into Kent for the same time, for the same amount of time that's going to get you to Crystal Palace on yeah, Sunday. I know, so cool. um, that needs that needs to have a look. That needs uh, the big man at the top to have a look at that. Uh, Barker take on uh, Woolwich Wells again, replaying a recent game. Uh, they played each other in the league in the Burt Holloway Trophy. Uh, battle Cruisers. Battle of Greenwich. This is going to be on Game of the Week. But yeah, that's unlucky to miss out. We had a Battle of Greenwich out. last week, didn't we? That's unlucky to miss out in the Mike Strong Memorial Cup. Uh, battle Cruisers with a good win this weekend. Greenwich Challenge Vets can't do anything wrong at the minute. What a good cup game. That will be in the afternoon uh, next Sunday. Uh, and we've already spoken about Mildeen in the Belvedere. Gibbs, thanks for your time again. Doing the business uh, for the Westford crew. Um, I'll see you next week. Oh, try West for crew. So that is it. The end of another show. Thank you to Jamie, Graham, Gibbs and Roger for their help this week. Looking at the Southern Sunday, the OBD SFL, Westford and the Quarter Municipal. Thank you to our sponsors, the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Baldwin Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Skipper Sportswear, Adrenaline Rush Laser Tag, at NJPGD, and Awards FC. Thank you for listening to the show, and I'll see you next week. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchArc. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchArc on Google Play or visit our website at matchark.com. Truly a great match, MatchArc. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.